virtually every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And there's no smoke alarms anywhere near us right now. No, it's pretty nice. We had to lock ourselves in the car in front of the building to avoid the issues we had last week, which were pretty apparent if you were watching last week, which was we set off the fucking fire alarm with millions of dollars of cars around us. So we tried to avoid that this week. That was the big plan. And... uh, See what would have happened? We would have been interrupted yeah. by some guys working. Hey, we got some shit going on. See, boom! Nothing to tell us. You got to move the cars or something like that. Oh my god! We got a very special show for you today. We have uh, guests calling in in a, f- a little bit. Uh, we have Shiloh Massive from uh, Dying Breed and his buddy Brandon calling in from Third Gen and from the East Coast. So. Going to get them both on the line in a little bit and talk, pretty much talk Skittles. Going to talk Skittles history and a little bit about what they're up to. I mean, me and Shiloh have been friends for a long time. Uh, so it's interesting to see every, you know, the evolution of the industry. And to be quite honest, like I didn't even have any, any idea he was even part of that whole Skittles story. And then, you know, and to me, Skittles is very much like one of those strains which I haven't personally, I can tell you quite honestly, I've never grown the plant. It looks like a bitch to grow. So it's one of those things where people are now finally appreciating something that might be hard to grow, but it's fucking awesome or has a great turf or something. So we're going to find out a little bit more about the whole Skittles story from him. And then we were going to have Dr. Willard on, but we, we realized that we're going to end up talking too long with Shiloh because let's just end, end with yeah, Brandon. It's going to go. It's going to go on. We can already tell. So we were like, you know what? Let's just, um, we'll, we'll do that next week. We're going to reschedule uh, Dr. Willard from Willard's Water for next week. And uh, that way we can give him... The full time that he deserves, because mm. we were going to have him at the beginning of the show and then move on to those guys, but with the time zones and the whole late start, we thought best to, uh, again, give everybody the best time they can. So, uh, KT, I think we're going to have to roll the windows down in this car is what it's going to seem so. like. A little bit, yeah, I think so. We're going to have to do, we're going to have to crack it down about there and there, so. Yeah, we can do that. Be careful, don't let it seep over here. Oh, it won't seep that much. <laughs> it won't seep that much. But, uh... You know, uh, we're trapped. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it in a second. But uh, how was your week, KT? You know that uh, it's Mercury Retrograde right now, too, right? No. Uh, it just started started today. So everybody out there, if things go wrong, like if he runs him over with the car right now as he tries to turn, roll the window down because somehow he slips into gear, Mercury Retrograde. Oh, there we go. On either side. Boom. Perfect. Actually, my side I'll put up because of the... Look at that. The fucking light. Um, So, you know, this is not a new concept, getting high in cars. I mean, fucking Be Real does it and whoever else. There's all Snoop. You said there's some comedians. Comedians in cars, drinking coffee. Coffee, You know, it's an old concept. We're doing this out of 
fucking need. And normally, back in the day, I had my limo. It would have been perfect, right? The whole time I had my fucking limo, I never did a show. Now I do a show, ain't got no limo. Well, there's a limo behind us, so. I know, and it makes me think I might have to get a new one because, fuck, that was the... I've seen a bunch of people that were like, uh, you know, they were like people hating on me. And they were like, well, he does have a nice limo, though. So I was like, okay, see, they, they hate me, but then they like my limo. So I guess I should get another one because apparently that's the way that people, you know, can look past you. Do you have a lighter on you? Oh, yeah. yeah right there in the right there. Boom. All right. So um, what else we got going on this week? What have you been up to? Me? Um just been working in the lab uh yeah i've been working at a new uh lab doing some water hash kind of helping some people put together a little project um just like everybody it's 420 coming up everybody needs a crunch time so yeah i've been helping out um but big things coming um you know it's like the not going to be just like everybody it's all going to be coming on 420 now nah, taking our time right around 710 we're going to do a big launch uh with this brand and so It'll be slowly creeping out there as we go along. Sweet. But I've been actually doing work. It's been kind of funny. I'm like, wow, doing real work. Jeez, it's been a while. Slaving over the washing. So, well, it's just weird to go out of the house and then not get home till 8 or 9, and you're like all cleaning the thing at the end. Like, fuck. Now I remember why I stopped doing all this. Because it's fucking work. So, um, yeah, but other than that, I've been getting ready for this whole uh next uh, 420 event that's going to be coming up and the thing is you know as ADSI does mm-hmm. it just evolves because <laughs> I never know what I'm going to do no but in reality I I, I uh, already planned we're going to do it we're doing it no problem we're definitely doing it but as you know because you're you're part of the you're part of you're part of it you're part of it. I'm going to totally be honest with everybody we definitely did not get out as many invites as we thought we would we're like eh you know we'll get around so we're to open this time. Obviously, all the winners, we're going to get in contact anyway. Most people locally, and the thing about it, too, is that locally here, it kind of lost its fire. Because back in the day, we could guarantee there was going to be a few other events going on, and things were going to you know, be sanctimonious for everybody. It wasn't going to just be like, come to the, just come to ADSI only. But I think Denver's going to have a few events that are going to be going on this year, but I still know like the Cannabis Cup's going to be in Cali. Mm-hmm. They just legalized it. You know, so yeah, it's their first... Uh, it's exactly. The first legal. So, you know, the, the, the torch has been passed. Um, so it's, it's hard to guarantee that people are going to be here, but definitely all the people that want to enter and that are planning on entering definitely come and enter because we're going to do it more of a... It's going to be a... a it's going to be open. I mean, we're going to definitely have to... like You're going to have to pass a few... We're going to have to look at it. If it's terrible, you're definitely not going to. We're not going to waste the time of anybody. But yeah. everybody brings the best fire they got. They have a chance to be in it because we're not going to uh, rely on the invites this year. We're going to go on a kind of a head-to-head throwdown because we also, we're not sure yet, but we're planning on having a proper ring set up because the kid who's going to call in later, I hope, uh, we talked about it the other day. He wants to do his own show. So, the first show of the Jabs and Dabs with the Kid, or Dabs and Jabs, I think it should be called, but uh, which is going to be the Kid breaking down all the fucking beefs. <laughs> and we're going to start with a couple of them. And you know there's so many out there. So, it's like, it is kind of funny. I'm glad he's taking the reign because... It's gonna. He'll be the one that everyone's hating on soon. Because, yeah. Oh, that fucking guy! He's just taking everybody's. Ass. But the kid is perfect because he's all salty, right? 
So I was saying the Salty Kid show first was what I came up with. That was the first one. And I was like, oh, how about Jab's Dab? Perfect. And, uh, and he keeps up on that stuff. He's pretty. He's totally he's, up he on it. He seems pretty in the know. I'm, I, you know, I can. That was the funny part was that yeah. when I just mentioned it to him, he like, ran with it. So he's got a few people who already wussed out. And he's got a few people who already uh, said, "What? yeah, let's do this. And so we may have the ring set up. We're going to have the ring anyway, regardless. I'm trying to get one just for the ADSI, for the peaceful part of it, the, the smoking, the head-to-head smoking. You know, maybe we'll have some, but we'll set it up more like a ring and then we can have like just the vibe a little bit different, you know, because if we have it open to everybody, we can sign them up. We have more space at the new spot. Signed up, get ready, and then we can just do the head, you know, because we can build it as we go along instead of pre-planning like we did with Mitch, which made way more sense. We're going to get crazy head-to-head. That should be fun. And uh, also, um, Ethos is going to be... We haven't talked about it together, of course. We've kind of talked about it a little bit, but we're planning on doing a party here uh, tasting with him, so... That's coming up quick. Oh, uh, for his, uh, mm-hmm. for all his different, for his new stuff that he yes. wants to bring to the cup. So, so if you're in the area, you should probably be uh, contacting us for some. Well, you'll be around anyway. That's what's going to happen. So that's been happening, and uh, yeah, we're just fucking trying to trying to uh, wait for these guys to move out of the spot like we were last week. So, yeah, well, they got their. Uh they didn't seem to be, nobody seemed to care about yeah. our, our, our exploits. No, well, I walked out there, man. I saw a couple of smiles. I think they were like, oh, that's just pretty, hmm. you know, a little curious. Right. They're going to set up looking. their fire alarms every week? Yeah. Okay, well, try to contain it to the car. So, uh, did you, so we talked, listen, let me check with fucking homeboy. See if they're calling in. Flip yeah. to sponsors. Yeah. Let's do a sponsor run right now, and, uh get that out of the way and then we'll I'm sure those guys are going to call in in the next half hour but we're next uh, sorry not half hour next eight minutes probably perfect <clears throat> I don't know what we got going on the screen there but I think it's millennium yeah, it usually no, it's, is it's, uh, it is it's new millennium nutrients that's what I thought um, <coughs> here you go Cal. Cool. Uh, new millennium as you guys know it's funny too because now people are starting to use it. I, I hear some groups are like, "Yeah, we're we're running it." I'm like, "All right, nice to hear," because I've been running it for a couple of years now, almost three, and it's uh, yeah, it's a real easy to use. My, like I, like I always say, my mom uses it. My mom loves it. My mom hates everything. So if she loves it, that's already like so high on the list because my mom's really good at complaining, and then for some reason she. She's on me with the Millennium. She knows exactly what she needs. She knows when she needs it. She's on it. Well, and, and that's, you know, what what you need when you're growing. You just need to be in tune with your shit. This stuff makes it that way. You can kind of dial it all in. You can run it on big systems. You can run it with dosatrons. You know, all those all those convenient things. So it's a good, good, uh, good all-around nutrient line and actually very good economically, too. So especially on those bigger systems... It's comparable to all the big uh, contenders price-wise and what you get out of it, 100%. So you go to newmillenniumnutrients.com and check out their product line. And they also have their calculator and their store finder. So check them out, newmillenniumnutrients.com. And then we're off to Incredibles. Mm-hmm. We're off. Of course we are. Incredibles, Edibles, 
the best edibles ever. You see how they were totally got dissed in the fucking... There was like this thing, anti-thing, and they used, of course, their packaging because it looked the nicest. What, it was a story? A negative, a negative Total story negative story. On. It was like a... Yeah, it was like a swag negative story. And it was... And they threw up some edibles because somebody might have done something. And, you know, and they're in the... They're in, they're, their stuff's like the stock photo of if you want it, like, packaged... Boom, and they say it. So when you probably Google edibles, that's probably what comes up. It's one of the top ones, I'm sure, because uh, they are now in multiple states and multiple product lines. They've got uh, edible. Uh, they've got like the little pills now and stuff that are also microdose, some little chewables. Those mints. Yep, little micro mints. Uh, they got wellness products. Oh, and there's a suppository. Yeah. Oh, there's a suppository going in there oh. somewhere. What's so that if feeling? you don't want to eat it, if you get too <laughs> nauseous, which yeah. is definitely a condition for some all people. Right, right. You know. Okay, what else they got? <laughs> what else they got besides suppository? No, they got the best chocolate. They got the bath salts. They got they everything. They got the best chocolate. You didn't even say yeah. chocolate. Fuck the chocolate. This is the best. Well, bar. the Buddha bars. You know, but if you can't eat, because that's a serious condition. You know. There's all sorts. There's anything you need out. for, like we said, wellness products, and in the the. Best thing about their edibles, their chocolates, is everything is labeled. Like not the best thing. The best thing is actually the product itself. But um, convenience-wise, every single piece tells you how much is on it, so you never like go, "What? What was this bar?" Because different ones have different. Whoa! You hear that train going? Chug no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Are we like on the train track? Oh shit! There's a local one. No. Goodbye. It's gonna be the loudest train in the fucking world. It's like right behind us. Okay. I, I turned off my mic. It should help. That Edibles helped a lot. That helped a lot, actually. That definitely helped. So um, let's check with our boys and see if they're. Uh, we got. I think they're calling in four minutes. We'll give them the four minute countdown. That'll uh, that'll give us the uh, rest see, of shout see. out still. Oh yeah, we didn't finish our shout outs. That that's <laughs> damn. No, we were huh? just on it. We were just on Incredible Soil. Yeah. I guess I'm high already. Small space. Build a hot boxing. Start hot boxing. Get all woozy, woozy. Build a soil. Uh, I mean, if you're growing organically and you haven't heard of build a soil, then you're not growing organically enough because these guys would be the guys you would have been told to go to, unless you were growing so organically that you just don't have any fucking products from anybody. But in general, anything you need uh, for your IPM products, which are great to get on now, was the springtime, especially when. You know, shit's coming out. Of, everything's starting to happen. So, best to get your room going with your beneficials and get those things happening. And also, you can get uh, free shipping if you're here. I think in Colorado and New Mexico was the deal or something like that. And over five hundred yeah, New bucks, Mexico, mm-hmm. boom, free freight, bam. Uh, and that's a good deal if you're going to be buying some soil products right around now because uh, the shipping would crush mm-hmm. the price. So, check them out at buildasoil.com. And or call them at 855-877-SOIL. And you can uh, also give them a call. If you give them a call, you know that they're going to get to the bottom of whatever you need. If you can get Jeremy on the line, you lucky you, right? Lucky you. Use that time wisely. Most people are good. His people know what's up. All these people know what's up, but definitely if you get Jeremy on the line. And we're off to WallaceWild.com. WallaceWild.com. Oh, he's also getting all pumped up right around now. Because uh, he's planting stuff or what? Yeah, 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 they're getting everything figured out, and you know, it's like they got to get their soil ready to roll. And uh, yeah, so Mr. Ron Wallace has retired from his uh, job at the Quinesa Country Cub, which is 
uh, you know, he was the head groundskeeper there, and he was running all this other shit and growing giant pumpkins, and now he can, can just grow giant pumpkins, which, you know, obviously takes a large time, large amount of time, but he can also run his mycorrhizal products and his uh, base, basically, if you're looking for any rhizosphere-based stuff, anything for your roots and your root zone, this is the guy to go to because he just makes the most amazing uh, vegetables and fruits and things. And he's actually getting into cannabis now. He's, his products have always worked for cannabis anyway, and people who were using it. But he sort of realized, like, now that he's in a state that's legal and he can grow his six plants or whatever outdoors, and he's like, holy shit, now I get a chance to... And, you know, right away, of course, the guy's awesome, as you'd think. And uh, his product line, he's been with us for a little while now, and we've been hanging out and talking to him for years. Uh, go to... Well, come on now, Kyle. This is your job. Wallacewild.com. <laughs> How come I can't do it? Don't know. Wallacewild.com. Wallacewild.com. Boom. That's now it. we're off to seedsherenow.com. Seeds here now. Of course, um, the best source for genetics here in, Col- here in, Col- here in America. And uh, with all sorts of breeders, 35 American breeders with him under a, a, any given moment. And, uh, you know, the best of the best. You can pick up. Uh, super deals from them. Uh, they're uh, running a THC deal right now. Boom! Uh, there you go. I'm 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 like the bottom shelf. All of a sudden, <laughs> stick them on the bottom shelf. No, it's all good. Um, but they've got a uh, both feminized and regular from us. Uh, they got exotic. They've got uh, JJ from uh, Top Dog. They got everybody. They got them all. Just get online. Go to seedsofhereandnow.com or go to seedsaholics. You can go to either one, and they're both uh, same crew, and they'll get their shit out to you. And Seedsaholics is really dope because it's um, all last packs and lost packs and things like that. So you can find some really dope shit, and you can also sometimes help out in charity or is something like that. Duke Duke was having uh, got some oh definitely is he running his through them do now? Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure there's something for Duke going on there, too. I just read about that yesterday, too. Um, so yeah, for Mr. Duke Diamond, um, check out Seedsaholics. I'm sure there's some links there and we should get him on the show sometime soon. Obviously not right now. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, uh, those guys can get the best part about not on Seedsaholics because of course it's, you know, you're getting the last and the lost and the whatevers. But when it comes to the regular lines, everything guaranteed and, uh, you know, if you have a problem, they'll replace it for you right away, which is awesome. Anyway, that was the last one, right? That's yep. it. Bingo. So, yep, um, that's it. Now they're late, 531. I'll give them a call. <laughs> and uh, we will get Mr. Silo on. And, so let me make sure they got the number. Um,. Go ahead, Kyle. Give me a, give us a give us a jaunt. Tell, right. us, tell us how you yeah. tell tell us something in the can of world that you saw. Didn't you see anything good? You didn't check no news lately. No, I checked the news lately. Nothing you happened. Know, There's nothing through. in the cannabis world going down. You know, it's all pretty. It's all pretty. Uh, oh, so, the medical so. uh, delivery services might start oh, up here yeah. in Colorado. Well, services. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, there some you local go. shrag. I saw that. And what is it? And what, they're, they're going to deliver medical or something. I have no clue. 
it's it's, uh, it's only it? for the medical side of things. It's not got to be for recreational, right. I guess. And then yeah, um, so yeah, it, but it just passed, I guess. It's probably going to be really houses. restricted and weird and stuff. I, I imagine think. it would be. But I did that in uh, Arizona. My Colorado med card actually worked in Arizona when I went down there with the delivery services, not the stores. I couldn't go into the store. They wouldn't accept it there. Yeah. But if you call the delivery places, you could take a picture of your card and they would come to your house or to your hotel or wherever you're at. And and that's how I... Was that any good? uh, No. (laughs) Yeah, no. And then I even got some live resin while I was out there and that was was pretty boo-boo as well. Not very good as well. So you you got double snaked. Yeah. Now, yeah, we got better weed from our friends out there, you know, so it's like. (laughs) As expected. Just all dry or something or just shitty or? Yeah, it was just dry, no terpenes, didn't have any taste really. Well, that doesn't sound good. And then, yeah, and then the live sugar was like 60 bucks for a gram and it was very dry and not very tasty at all. Mm. Yeah. Well. Not very saucy looking, you know what I mean? You know when it looks like dried boogers and like Mm -hmm. doesn't look like anything you want to put in your rig? That's kind of what it looked like. Right. All right, I just sent them a message, so they should be calling in. And uh, it's a 707 number there for you. And uh, I got my friend out there shopping, so he's, he's ready to buy everything. He's going to buy all the... Which, oh, uh, I saw the, yeah, the, the Buick. He's been negotiating right now. I'll make the one guy happy. He was asking me again. Oh, yeah. No one to move out. He still wants to know. Well, he can. Watch, he's going to watch the show. He's oh. our newest. Uh, he's our newest uh, fan, actually. So he took down the name, so he'll be. So big shout out to you, my friend. <laughs> so I told him today. I go. So you ran out of here pretty fast when the alarm goes off. Like, like we got rid of you pretty quick. He was like, kind of turned around. It was funny, but uh, yeah, he definitely was boogied boogied quick when that went down. Yep. Yeah, and I, and I, and it's funny. My other friend said that we, Mister uh, Normal, who was on the show last uh, last week, was saying how we. He's like, man. He's like, I watched it like fifteen times because he's like, man, you really dog KTI. First, you like totally, <laughs> choked him out, and then you fucking like ran away. And I'm like, yep, that's pretty much what happened. Oh, like, that was oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> it was right. a funny series yeah. of events for sure. Yeah. Grab the stash, hide it, run. I watched it a couple times. I kept sending it to all my friends too. The, uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's funny because you don't have to watch the whole show. You just see that and then you're like, all right, that's good. All right. They didn't have to like, you didn't have to make them watch like an hour. Dude, you got to watch this. They're like, whatever. But it's pretty hilarious. The, uh, the, uh, chat gang is actually really funny if you watch the thing and follow the, the when it was off it's yeah they were hilarious they were, they had me rolling the whole time yeah so, <laughs> so shout out to you guys for hanging in and keeping it fucking funny because it was pretty it was pretty funny and then i saw nick Vitus posted uh that the adsi is now can't is only going to be edibles because <laughs> we set up the smoke alarm so i was like I was like, yes, that is, it's going to be like the smoke alarm that yeah. went down in history. Remember that time? <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. I'm just fucking stoked the fucking sprinklers didn't go off. Can you imagine? Yeah, that would have been no good with all those cars. Oh, around. my God. They already got the terrible. touch me. That would have been the over. worst fucking beginning yeah. of everything ever. I would have been like, all right, we just completely fucked Fuck up. up. Uh, 
Um, let's see. Hold on. Okay. It says five minutes. All right. That's sweet. So, um, and there, and I, well, come on, get back to the, get back to work, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm handing him customers. He's, he's walking away. Don't walk away. No, he's, I don't know if he's in charge of the place or uh, I think he's just working here. So, uh, of course, out of all the cars there, the only thing that's for sale is what, a Buick or something like that in the back? No, well, the Buick was actually looking pretty good. I forget what it was saying for sale, but they got that new smart car in there. No, that's you know, not I mean, that's, that's, that's one of those goofy ones. I'm like, I don't, you know, that's like I don't, they know, give you I don't that know how that's here. If you bought any of these cars, they should give you like a couple of those just yeah, for fun. Smart like, just, car. Like, here, oh, here's a couple God. smart cars uh, for bonus. Yeah. So, that worked for a go kart for around here. It was dope, man. It was electric, yeah. that one. You can speed around with those. But yeah, no, I like that, actually. I, I really thought that was pretty fat. Um, so, well, this guy's calling in for a couple minutes. And... <clears throat> Good, Lisa's son. Lisa's not beating down before we were like, I could already tell you, this is going to turn into a proper, like, beyond hot box or like a sweat box but now it feels good. It's all nice and cool. Nice and cool in here. Um, Got some fun stuff going down at the farm? Uh, you know, it's like springtime everywhere. I mean, when spring kicks in, it's more than the, the reality kicks in, too. You're like, hmm. You know, and we, uh, we're obviously not doing nearly what we did before, so we're kind of like oh, taking, it, taking, it quite easy, taking it quite easy, you know? Got some stinging nettles going, some comfrey, you know. Yeah, I like the like you know, growing stuff. I want to go. The, we're gonna grow some hops. We're gonna grow some hops up on the top uh, deck. So I'm trying to figure out what's supply too. Somebody Is it a like CBD it. trade or something. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna go with what actually grows here, and then I'll just start fucking around. You know, instead of like putting like doing the classic and being like I'm putting this thing that only grows in Thailand, and I'm gonna uh, and I'm going to uh, you know make it grow in Colorado. I was like, <laughs> why? You know what I mean? So this time I'll just kind of like work with what I can get, but I realized that the, um, the, the hops, or the, uh, little start things, fucking, oh, the rhizomes are, the rhizomes, there. exactly, those are, uh, pretty, I mean, it's pretty hard to get, it's almost like asking somebody for their newborn child or something, like, hey, you know that mosaic, and they're like, what, like, I mean, I, I, I couldn't get any of the hops that I liked anyway, so I was like, all right, I'll just get whatever works, and, and then do those up on the top deck, because, uh, yeah, it's kind of a waste if you don't do something up there. Yeah, it's a waste if you don't do something and I ain't gonna do. I can't do nothing. Can't do what I want, so I might as well do something fun, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, it's fine mm-hmm. too. Switch off on the treat, uh, some hemp or something. They'll uh, they'll probably drink it through pretty quick. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the possibility to grow hemp there on that property too, but it's a little bit like you can't do one or the other. You can't grow cannabis and hemp at the same place, apparently. Oh. <laughs> oh, unless you live in the right town. <laughs> they know how to take the fun out of everything. They do. They do. This the and in that area, forget about it. So, mm. anyway, um, yeah. Besides the delivery service, anything else exciting out there? So I'm reading about a medical marijuana dispensary that banned patients for posting complaints on Facebook. Oh yeah, I heard about that. What, which one was it? The uh, say or um, let's see. It's uh, Western Maryland. It's a dispensary in Western Maryland. They've banned at least four customers because they posted complaints online about pricing or other issues. Oh yeah. 
Um, yeah. That yeah, sounds lame. They have the right to decline marijuana patients or caregivers if they appear to be under the influence of drugs or alcohol. So they're, I guess they're trying to pull that as the ban. And I can see that being true. <laughs> so yeah, you know. whatever the guy goes, like, ah, rah, 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 rah. that's pretty weird. I I couldn't see anyone in Colorado trying to do something like that. You know what I mean? For a bad review on Leafly or something, you know? Or yeah. Well, I mean, I can see them using that 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 uh, excuse though. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy. You know, so they can get away with it. It's one of those like when you go into a place and it basically says we have the right to refuse service. It's pretty much like whenever I used to see that, I used to always be like, "How the fuck did they get that right?" Like you know what I mean? Like I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, how do you get those rights? Like <laughs> those guys have the right to do anything." Like, like there we go. Yo, yo. Hello, hello. Hey, it's Adam from the Adam Dunn Show. Who's this? Hey, it's Mr. Bean. Hey, what's going it's on? A little bit late. Oh, Not much, man. Just landed in. Just landed. Just landed in Boston. Boston. Oh yeah. How's that going? Uh, New camps. I'm good. Goes uh, off tomorrow. But a little bit late getting out of Seattle, so I'm a little bit late calling in. Oh, are you actually on the way there, or you're kind of like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're doing nine things at once. I'm walking through the airport. You can, you can probably hear the airport behind me. Oh, yeah, I figured that's you. Yeah, you're dragging. Oh, yeah, dragging four bags and a pop-up and a whole bunch of other crap. Sounds good. Well, we got um, we got um, Shiloh and Brandon calling in in a few minutes, so that's cool. So we'll just uh, wait to hear that. Oh, Shiloh from uh, Dying Breed or whatnot? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, and Brandon from Third Gen, so it'll be it'll be uh, a good a good show, I think. And then uh, cool. you're you're there for the next day or two for this show. So that this is how many how many have they done in Boston? This is the second one only, right? Um, Nikan, yes, uh, the second they've done three of this one. Yeah, um, that was the, that was fun. That was fun because there was a moment there where, where I remember we were standing outside. And we're like smoking dabs out in front of the place, and then the next day when everybody left, it was like I can't believe we were smoking dabs right there because it was like Boston still got that vibe of like you know they're not like totally heady yet really yeah there's places and there's people there of course but it's just not like the vibe of that it was more like junkies and alcoholics everywhere when I went, when, it, when the next day you know what I mean but during that yeah, actual event totally. it was like. Takeover. Squad. I, thought you, I thought you were gonna bring up the fact that we had a red red Camaro or red convertible driving at excessive speeds, being pulled over, and you had a warrant. But no, that was a different. That was, was that the same? Oh yeah, that was in Massachusetts. Yeah, yes. That's why you didn't. That's why you didn't bring me this time. That's why you didn't bring me this time because you know that I didn't take care of that. And you're like, I ain't bringing him back there. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to bail All him right. out. So here I'm we go. Here we go. Yo yo yo! Cool. Well, uh, you, guys have, you guys have a great show. Okay, thanks, man. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, Shiloh, what's going on? Oh, just had an amazing experience. Went to the weed shop, picked up some weed, got all the way home, thirty-five minutes away, and the weed's out in the bag. So I'm just uh, a little frustrated. <laughs> weed's out of the bag. What's oh that my even? god! What it just disappeared? Is this Brandon? No, they just must have not put the weed in the bag. So no way! Oh, so you mean in the paper? Oh, in the, in the in the exit bag or whatever. There was nothing. Yeah, someone someone get fired. That's bad. Yeah, someone's getting fired t- tomorrow. Oops. Welcome, welcome. Is that Brandon? What's up, big dog? How we doing, here? huh? <laughs> yo, yo. 
Welcome to the I'm Done Show. So now we got everybody. We got the whole crew. Okay, so we canceled our second guest because our third guest that I had, which was scheduled, kind of like I was crazy and thought that I was going to somehow have other guests than you guys. But I think this is it. <laughs> this is it. We definitely uh, right on. got lots of lots of fun talk. I think and uh, welcome, welcome. So. I guess I mean the main the main topic tonight we're going to be going into is going to be the skittles, but we can go a little before that and then break into that later. Because the weird part about it for me is that coming coming from Europe and moving back in two thousand nine, I kind of like you know heard heard the name, but never was like you know at that point in time wasn't doing wasn't doing a podcast and wasn't trying to like connect the dots and try to find old friends and make you know wasn't even thinking like that way. And I used to just think like, okay, that strange sounds cool or whatever but i didn't know the connection of who it was and then now it all makes sense and i'm like oh this is even more funny for me <laughs> so, so anyway welcome to the show <laughs> and uh which came first as far as uh third gen and uh third gen family's the precursor man that's what came before everything you know what i mean Gotcha. 2012 is when we that got to use that. You know, uh-huh. when Shiloh started Aficionado Seeds, when mm-hmm. Shiloh started that seed company, he um, that was like his debut, man. He won first place that year. Um, I got a third place in hash. We kicked it off. You know, some things went sour, and that's when we took over. You know what I mean? His mm-hmm. Skittle story came, you know, a couple years after all that. You know, we'd already been running the scene and had 28 awards before, you know, we, we uh, took over that one. Right. And, and and as far as the the, the precursor is, is side of it all, um, what was the kind of baseline work that they were working with? The unit, you know, like the kind of the the oldest. Let's say the oldest of the old school. What was the what was the the kind of core strains that they kind of held on to as um, far as the crew. I mean, we had, you know, we had a lot of stuff, you know, obviously Adonai has been around, you know, uh, a long, long time, you know, so I would have to throw that one out there first, if I would have to throw one out there. And then, um, you know, there was some, some core stuff that put us on the map, you know, um, before my breeding, you know, endeavors with Shiloh, the man, you know, he, he always kind of had his stuff. He, he'd been doing this a long time, you know, so I kind of just came on the scene as, as kind of the dude, you know, with the mouthpiece and out there, you know, running and gunning, you know, just getting them awards and, you know, laying it down. You know, you can hear me from across the room. So, right. <laughs> hype man, the hype man of the crew. It's basically a story of where uh, preservation meets hype, you know, is like basically mm-hmm. I've always been trying to preserve everything and keep it around. And, uh, you know, the mar- the market really doesn't want all these dinosaurs and strains and, like Brandon's out there popping wheelies, winning trophies where he, wherever he goes, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think it's just because it's big mouth, but uh, you know, it's kind of like a marriage. You know, that wasn't always easy, but getting together and building this harmony based on this is what's happening in the market, and this is what's happening with the strains and what we got. Originally, it was just you know, breed some shit so we could have some banging males. So anytime we lost anything, we could go back to the males and make some real shit happen. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I mean, and you got and you've been around long enough, and and obviously you have been exposed to enough good genetics and stuff, and I'm sure a lot of stuff is literally just because of 
timing in place. You know, you got access to some of the best, I'm sure. So I, I it yeah, totally, you know, it totally you changed know, the, my whole perspective. The I was like, oh, okay. Hmm? Mendocino County and, you know, Long Valley, you know, is, is really a special, special spot. You know what I mean? Uh, you'd be hard pressed to probably go anywhere else and find a, a better spot to cultivate, uh, sun-grown cannabis. You know what I mean? And hmm. the people that have been up there in the hills, you know, like Mandelbrot, you got all these OGs that just, you know, Shiloh, you know, the, these people have been around since before the hype train started moving. You right. know what I mean? And right. so, you know, with what I was doing, it just kind of blended kind of good with, you know, these, these, these OGs just fucking laying it down for years. And then here comes this young buck making full melt, clear dome hash. And, you know, and that's kind of like where, where we kind of picked up, you know, and mm-hmm. we made a really big, a big push on the, on that. And then when rosin, you know, became, you know, the knowledge was out there, we kind of pushed hard on the rosin and we've always used our genetics and the crosses and the selections that we've done in with the presses and the hash making is it's just been kind of like a, a co-branding, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, did you guys, uh, ever open up a shop together? You guys ever open up like a dispensary or more compassion? Club? Uh, no, we've thought about it. <laughs> no. Compassion at heart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's, it's, uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things out there that, you know, we're just a couple of dudes off the hill. So, we, you know, we got our hands full. We're, we're, we're working with some dispensaries, but we got a whole plan, a whole, a whole thing coming out. We don't want to talk too much about, but, uh, you know, you're going to start seeing our products uh, in, in the legal echelon, you know, in more areas in, instead of just this pop-up type of mentality of the craft cannabis we've been bringing you guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of produce that much, you know what I mean? That's, he hit it right on the head. You know, we've, produced like enough to kind of get it out there and have people enjoy but then in order to have you know the mass populations kind of get a chance to get the clean medicine we're gonna have to bump it up like he's saying and and put it out there and that's what we're working on yeah and it's it's weird because uh you guys are you know i mean you're you're in a spot where just taking care of your local uh sort of heads is is i'm sure a lot of work just because of you know some places it's 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 they can take care of the whole town from one or two facilities because it's you know just the size of the town and et cetera. But in Cali, it's just crazy because it's like the the biggest market in in the world right now. And then you got uh, you know, like I said, if you hit if you hit it hard and you get something that people are looking for, and you actually make uh, make make that much of an impact, you're still when you start looking at the bigger, broader picture. If you want to go nationwide or you want to sort of like go worldwide, let's say, then it just becomes daunting in a sense, you know, because cannabis is one of those things where once you know the workload, you're like, okay, can, we can all dream, but can we, can we do, you know, <laughs> that's, that's always a big question. Yeah. And we, and when you're talking about a couple dudes and you see, you know, like for instance, man, I always kind of look at this, man, you know, like I drive a Toyota Corolla and my, my you know, we all we're just normal folks, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're going up against these beasts and giants that got, you know, endless pockets. So we're just now realizing that, you know, we're partnering up with some some big people. And, you know, mm-hmm. we can't just do it all ourselves. It's going to take a team to push what we want to do in our vision to the future. So well, you guys, have yeah, a- I guess a perfect time to give a shout out. At the point, yeah. you know, since the cash in the house, bag, we want to give our homies, you know, mad love, you know, for for putting us down and expect a lot of big things from the two groups. Yeah. Is that Sid also still with Pistol Point? 
Pistol Point, yep. man. That's, yep. that's it's something we need. Big yep. Sid's, <laughs> Sid's, my friend, Sid's my boy from a long time ago, too. You know what Sid said, actually? He told you that uh, it's your birthday's popping up, and we're all going to show up in New York to celebrate your birthday. I think what's going to happen. That was the idea. That well, Brandon it. might not show up because he, he only flies to pop wheelies and win trophies, so he might not show up for the birthday party. <laughs> Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, come down, man. That sounds good. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about Skittles a little bit because it's like I said, it's a strain that that really made an impact. And the funny part was is that like I, I kind of get like a I don't know. I'm looking at this classic example of when every time I got an example, people would say, "Oh, but that's not the." best you know that's not the right one and i was just like i was like oh that kind of drove me nuts because it was never like this is a very good example of the plant here try it it was more like this is a terrible example but this is it i'm like that's not that's not really my uh and even at the shows because like i went too late and there was just like one 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 dude with a with a with the RV kind of thing, and he was like shirtless with with a fucking thing, and I, he's Skittles family, and I was all, "This is confusing to me." So tell me the real backbone. Sounds like it could have been one of our people. <laughs> I know, I know. That now that I know, now that I know the crew, I'm like, it's definitely, definitely the right guy. But no, the uh, give me the give me well, the, just to start it off, you know, give me the backstory. Skittles, it, it, it's a big cast of characters, and we're we're just a couple of the actors mm-hmm. in the story, so we'll try to break it down the best. Okay, you know. The best we can. So, I guess the best place to start is uh, take it away. You know, well, you want it. You started off, B. You're you. You got it. You go. All right, big dog. I got you. So, the Skittles cut originally originated in Leggett, California, home of the drive-through tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Mendocino well, let's back County. it up a little bit before it got to Leggett, because mm-hmm. there was there was an era when the cookies was the biggest hype, and there was you would go to places up here. And you would see, like, the lost dog thing with the phone numbers and say, buy cookies clones, $100 a clone. So this guy in a place in California bought some of the clones. His wife wasn't too happy, and he called his buddy up in Leggett, and that's how it ended up in Leggett. Yep. So it originally originated from a dude named Overall Dave. We'll call him Overall Dave, and we'll call the next guy Gas Station Bob, okay? Mm-hmm. And so... These two fellas, you know, they're buddies. They got the cut, you know, uh, gas station Bob's from, you know, from uh, up by us. And, you know, there was a dude named Fields who was dating this dude's daughter, the original Miss Skittles. Okay. We'll call her that. And, you know, at that time, um, you know, there was a, I talked, I, I got, I had to track this down. Okay. So, cause I talked to Jai and Jigga and everybody, cause there's some conspiracies about, uh, it being a cross of something or this or that. And, you know, so I, I got I got a bunch of information on this. So it originally started from Gas Station Bob overall. Dave Fields got the cut uh, from Justin, which is Gas Station Bob's uh, son. He stole it out of the clone room is what I was told by Justin. And somebody always, there's always that. That's always like, there's a few th- major things to make a great strain. And that's one of the, that's, train one, raiders. that's one of the things. Train the first raiders. thing is that somebody steals yeah. it. And then he got, he got, okay. the, clone. He got yeah. the clone from Justin. Huh. Justin told me, you know, that, and you know, it, it's all, it's all good. This dude is a, a man in a wheelchair. Might I add, Justin's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mendocino local, you know what I mean? Uh, OG, like, straight OG. OG. 
Yeah, double OG, man. Big love to Justin and, and, and Bob and, and everybody that are, you know, the original holders of the Skittle. So Skittles got um, given out to a good buddy of uh, this guy Fields' uh, named Tone. And Tone had gotten to a hardship, kind of like he does, and he needed 400, 400 bucks. And so I gave him 400 bucks, and I got about 16 uh, teens. And about the time that the Fields guy heard about me getting the teen plants, you know, because I'd already been winning and I got all these high times awards and uh, emerald cups and all this stuff, he'd, he'd heard I got a hold of it, and he damn near shit his pants. So um, what happened was is we had this little meeting, and we formed uh, what was called the Turp Hogs, okay? And you guys heard about it. You, know, you guys heard about that. Yeah, suey, suey. No hog hair. Anyway, I paid for the logo. I had my artist do the logo up, and there goes the TH and the Turp Hogs, and so Skittles was brought out. You know, we debuted it at a San Francisco High Times Cannabis Cup in Santa Rosa. It was the one before that uh, they got kicked out of. They weren't allowed back until this last year. And so um, I believe that was 20, 2014. I want to say twenty. 15, 2015, I think. Something like that. Yeah, I think it was 15. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was 15. 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, I think that it was, was in that weird place. Like, that was in that weird place. That was in that weird, like, real tall place he went into. And it was kind of, like, bizarre. Right? No, no, it was actually held at the Santa Rosa, oh, the Sonoma Santa Rosa. County oh, Fairgrounds. Oh, the Santa Rosa one. Oh, yeah, they got kicked, they kicked out of so many places. I forget. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> so... We debuted it. I entered it into hash. You know, we didn't really have anything to uh, give for donation or anything. And, you know, it just kind of was we were just showing it. You know, Fields had brought T-shirts and, and I, I made the hash and I was showing off the hash. And we kind of made a little bubble there. Um, but it wasn't until uh, we actually I took first place um, at the high times and first place in Michigan back to back that we kind of really hit a steamroll. You know, by that point. You know, it was it was uh, pronounced, and everybody kind of could identify it from an open pack. You know, so when you're judging, you know, when you go through stuff, you kind of notice certain things. And by that point, Skittles had already been yeah. so you know noticeable that it was just it was hitting them over the head all 2015, 2016, yep. into into 2017. So, um, yeah, you know, that's kind of where it came and how I got it and what I did with it and. You know, made it what it is right there. The team that put the wind and Skittles sail. Yeah, like I said, it, it uh, you know made an impact. It, it didn't seem like it was the easiest plant to grow. Give me a, give me some growing uh, tips. Cause it seems like a seems uh, like bro, a finicky the bitch. Plant, you know? The plant grows like yeah, the plant grows like shit. Um, it's kind of it's a squattier tree. It doesn't stretch like OG, so it's not a three times stretch. Mm-hmm. It's a two times stretch. Um, the nugs. They want some mold in full sun. Um, it, it does like the sun, but not as much as it likes the greenhouse or indoor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, greenhouse and indoor, it's just on another level. It's kind of, you know, so a lot of times, see, uh, the good Skittles was, you know, cultivated. I only had like a little tin lighter, so nobody ever really got to see that much of it at that point. But when people got to see it, they were like, oh, you know, we want the third gen Skittles. the third Because I would only release you know, graded pounds and, and indoor and stuff like that. So a lot of the swag that got out was brought by somebody else. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I didn't really grow a lot in the sun. So it was kind of like not really my get down. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. And everybody's a, a, a fucking... It gets a little moldy, too. Like, so the inside, if you have high humidity right. uh, later in flower, you know, you'll get a little center rot, you know, down the colas. Um, but it, it's a pretty hardy plant, you know. Overall, it's just kind of seems a little slower in veg, but then finishes up pretty... It makes up for it in the speed of the flower. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, what's the, so what's the week? How many weeks? Uh, you push it to nine, man, and you really finish it proper. You know what I mean? Yeah. People can pull early, but it's like usually if they're getting problems, you know how it is. Sure. Or they're just going for terps and they're going really like freeze dry quick, boom. Or just like the rest of the plants, uh, they, clear they just infected with pathogens. Yeah. Yeah. And or that. It's probably yeah. just a weak plant. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I haven't really, I, I haven't grown it myself and I've. Talked to a few people, and it was always it always seemed to be that the bitchy one in the room or whatever. But I guess you know if you dialed it in and you really grew, you know, concentrated on that one plant, it wouldn't be so hard. It sounds like it's a yeah. You know where it really shines is in the hybrids. You know the hybrids just breathe a new life into it. Uh-huh. You know, so it's it's you definitely know you know it's I definitely. Gotta, I think this is about a time to shout out uh, uh, Big Burn. You know what I mean? Big Burner, he's the one that called me up, too, and we got them uh, Skittles in the stores, and they were taking them for four, you know what I mean? And we really set the standard for that, and that's, you know, bringing the price right back up again where it belongs, you know what I mean? For us farmers, right. that means a lot. So, shout out Big Burn in the house, you know what I mean? That's that's a, that's a proper one right there. Yeah, it's really fucking, uh, it's crazy, it's crazy how our industry has turned into, like, uh, um, you know, a real numbers game that doesn't really make sense for if you go for like a retail with the, with the taxes it's just nuts you know what i mean and if you go for growing and you're not you don't have a good enough market you're just like gonna get beat up like crazy you know? and i've seen people come lose five ten twenty million dollars you know what i mean at, at, at a time and you're like okay yeah. you know that's not fucking you know it's like definitely a lot, whole bunch of families <laughs> like you know yeah, it's going to be the million dollar thing, and we, you know, out here is like literally in Colorado, uh, eight hundred to twelve hundred bucks a pound max. You know what I mean? That's it. So it's like, and that's not, re- you know, that's when you're paying tax on on top of that. So and that's what's pushing. That's what's pushing out all the small people, man. And you're talking about Mendocino County, where you know eighty percent of the population are farmers, mm-hmm. and you have big business coming and pushing in these big acres. I was talking to a farmer before I left to South Carolina. They were telling me, you know, he, he's a 64-year-old man. Uh, you know, the dude, dude's a legend, you know what I mean, up there. And he just can't keep up with what the demand of the market is. The prices are dropping so low that you have to cultivate so much yeah. that it's putting these people out. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, of course. I know. It's and, crazy. And, and out here, what's happening is there's... At one time, there was a lot of thirsty moonshiners, too, you know. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but... Uh, the cream rises to the top, and, you know, thank God, you know, for the hard work we put in for so many years. I mean, it was 20 years ago I moved to Amsterdam to start a seed company, you know, so this isn't no just because of a plant flash overnight thing, you know. Right. Um, nah. Everyone's got to change, and, and and it's not written in stone. Don't count yourself out. Everyone seems to be giving up, but I don't see all these people that complain. I don't see them at the meetings. You don't see them in Sacramento. You know, you just hear them bitching, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yep. the 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 reality of the the workload. I mean, it's, if you it's such a weird uh, roller coaster for us because, you know, when I lived in I lived in Europe and it was like always kind of cheap. So I, I kind of was like, 
but it was a low risk, you know. So I, I got to do things, have fun, grow some numbers, whatever. But it wasn't like I see my friends have a five lighter in New York and make more money in a year than I did in like ten years. You know what I mean? And I just be like, holy shit, you guys are killing it! But they were getting like six to eight thousand a pound at the time, you know. And this is in the mid, you know, early mid nineties, and it was like crazy numbers. And now you look at it, and people are getting that for, you know. Thousand, get like a hundred pounds for that right now. So it's like, okay, it's a little different, you know. So, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. And so you need to grow a, a hundred lighter. Yeah, it's really yep. a thousand lighter. A thousand lighter is a new hundred lighter. Right. You know what I mean? Or have a mean jump shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, the thing is, it does. It, you know, we 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 have the same. Uh, idea you and i as far as like okay yeah kareem rises i always say that too but you also see like well, shit rises for some reason too you know what i mean it comes just as fast as the cream so they they fucking floater it's a floater everywhere you go you know what i mean and they fucking people pe- people investing in bullshit you know what i mean and like there's so much and, and like with especially with cannabis i mean you, you see failures every day right i mean it's like Right now, it's right. it's almost like pick of the litter. If you want, it. if you had somebody with money, they come in, they snap up a few places, slap you know, right, and that's what you see happening here. It's like it's all consolidation from there's like was you know a thousand stores that were all independent. Now there's you know twenty guys who have sixty percent of that. You know what I mean? And then they're still a little bit mom and pa, and they're all getting railroaded out quick. So it's going to be like starbucks of weed pretty fast you know we know that that's you see you can't be obviously we don't want to be part of that but you also don't want to be fucking one shop guy on the side of the road you can't afford with you know what i mean it's like it's not possible so if you want to rise to the top <laughs> if you want to be the cream you know yeah. um you guys uh so are you, are you uh, Brandon, are you on the East Coast all the time, or are you just right now, or is it like a... Oh, no, man, I'm just out here. Uh, we, we're just racing. I, I sponsor um, some kids out of Mendocino County, and I brought them out here, and we're just we're out here riding. I got a 16-year-old, and I got an 11-year-old with me. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, Racing motorcycles, or, or... No, BMX bicycles, man. Oh, BMX, yeah. even cooler. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now we uh, shout out Mendo Militia. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, nice. Um, yeah. Cool. So you're, yeah, so you're just you're out roaming around, hitting all sorts of spots. Yeah, no, we're down in South Carolina right now, hitting Rock Hill. It's the uh, home of the world's uh, racing. It's a uh, was it last year and the year before? I think they held the world championship here. Just last year, yeah, just last year they held the world championships. Uh, it's like a. Have you ever seen those tennis courts on TV that, that look like they're dirt, but it's it's really like gritty. You know what I mean? It, it, it's a really nice track, man. This is like one of the nicest tracks in the world. It's the like clay. To be here. Nice. Yeah, clay. Yeah, we retired from the weed competition, so he's still on the trophy chase. You know, he's got to he's got to get yeah. those trophies. He's addicted <laughs> yeah, to he that. Needs, so. He needs that. Popping wheelies, catching air, checkered flags all the way. Third gen, first place. Nice. Duke Samendo, Duke and all leg lifting. <laughs> and and uh, Shiloh, you're just chilling out, and, or what are you up to? 
I'm just chilling, you know. I'm just uh, making sure everything's running smoothly, you know. Um, just holding it down. I'm like, you know, it's been a long, long walk up this steep hill, and, you know, we're just getting to the top. So we enlisted some help, like we said, you know, Pistol Point, and, and they're helping us push this big rock up to the top of the hill. So just holding it down for the team. Basically. Now are they are they are they Pistol Point in San Francisco or something like that now or where are they where are they at? Too? I know I know the New York uh, right. Pistol Point they're in Sacramento Sacramento okay. and they're in Oregon and the and New York yeah, yeah. I guess uh, um, soon to be in New York yeah I'm sure I mean as soon as they can be pause you know properly as soon as it changes <laughs> yeah in New York for sure awesome um, so on the breeding side what do you guys uh, do you have any new projects with Skittles going on besides one, the one that we, we, we've talked about, obviously <laughs> we say we got that. That was funny. Cause when you hit me back with that, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. I didn't even think of that. It's like one of those must do. Yeah. We want to, we want to do that with you, what we're talking about, but you know, yeah. we pretty much, we still doing some Skittles stuff, but we've moved on to, you know, some other stuff we got, you know, with, with some of the melons and some of the other stuff. Um, so yeah, we're just you know we just want to be constantly that next thing. And what are you, what are you smoking on right now? Right now, you know, I told you I stopped by the weed spot, and that uh, I got a couple of drinks and a couple of weed. And I forgot to put the weed in the bag, so I'm not really smoking on anything right now. That's terrible. No, that that is even that <laughs> doesn't even make sense to me right now, but. Um, yeah. But you know what? They're going to deliver. They're they're going to deliver it to me. So uh, it's a win situation in the end, you know. Right. There right. You go. <laughs> well, uh, you guys uh, will be together soon and, and doing some crazy shit. I'm sure. Uh, any any uh, you guys going down to the to enter, enter any entries going on for the uh, the cup going on? It's, I think it's in Southern. It's a Southern California Cup coming up, right on the. 420 we kind of we kind of just retired from competition for a while you know just kind of oh, okay. cruising just watching people win with our stuff you know and yes. just enjoying that side of it like we just got from spanibus and these guys bought a pack of yeah, tell, tell a couple us years ago from the emerald cup what's that yeah yeah tell us that story and they won they won they won first place spanibus with our with our stuff so that was pretty uh fulfilling right there yeah that was a win that was a super win-win right there and uh, what was yeah, it? Man, it's cool. Listen, it's cool when you can win, right? I got eighty nine awards now. We got eighty nine awards in in, in in I think five years, and so I, I'm 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 competing. But you know, man, it took everything out of my family and my dad, my lady Shiloh. I put everybody in this hard part, man, because I'm not just a, co- a competitor, man. I, I chew it up, you know what I mean, and I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, go away from that thing and thinking that I could have done better or I should have done this or I should have done that. Right. So, you know, when I did the Emerald Cup this year, my lady, you know, it was just, it was too tough, man. And so I had to give it up and, you know, I'm competing, I'm racing bikes still and I still do it. It's awesome, like Shiloh said, to see our stuff winning overseas from somebody that just got a pack. You know what I mean, bro? That, that like, makes me feel good, man. That, that dude, and there was another one. They won in the Barcelona Cup, too. It was two first places, a first-place Spanibus and a first-place Barcelona, and both of those dudes um, got a pack of seeds. One was Pichos, one was Z-Cube, you know what I mean? And so that really made me feel good, man. I, you know, I, I've, yeah, yeah, sitting back. Yeah, it's always nice when somebody wins your stuff. It's like, uh, 
a double win in the sense that, you know, also you're, it's like proof is in the pudding, right? So they've got something from yeah, you. you can do it. If yeah. you can do it, it's all good. But if you give somebody else 10 seeds and they pick one and win something like that, bro, that's fucking over with. You know what I mean? That made me feel so damn good. I'm like, dude, you know, I don't need to do that no more. Let's let these other folks have some fun with it. You know what I mean? And I'll sit back and, and, and cheer them on, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where that's where I was you know at for a long time. Hey, oh, big dog, Adam. You know what the new competition is? I'm gonna be whooping that ass for pistol point. You know what I mean? So when you see that pistol point across the chest, everybody be knowing that what time it is. Duke Samendo, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Getting it. No, and that's a good crew to work with for sure because they're they're doing some big things. So I don't, you, don't yeah. have, you don't have to tell me. I'm sure something nice will be coming out of that, and uh, if you, oh, yeah. you, you, you get oh, yeah. that. And that's the thing; it's always been hard to find partners. And you know, if you get, I think we've all been through the the partner ringer probably more than once. Oh, and, more than once, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, to say uh, on the regular, especially because it's funny too when uh, uh, when you're when you're a character like I know you are, Shiloh, and. Uh, I, I'm a hundred percent sure you are, Brandon. Uh, you end up having people who are all like, "He's my partner. He's my partner." You know, and I'd be like, "Dude, we never signed a contract or nothing." You know, what I mean, we'd be like, "I say, like, yeah, I'll do this with you or whatever." You know, especially back in the day. I mean, now everybody's got to have their fucking ducks in order and their lawyers and their LOIs and their fucking. You know, but before it was like, "Okay, sure, we'll do this." You know, and we'd do it and it would fail, <laughs> and then you know, yeah. You'd end up there's like, no more couch dollars for people to suck up anymore. That's for sure. Yeah, and there was people sitting on the couch <laughs> trying to make them duckets in the middle. That ain't happening anymore. You know, it's a yeah. I mean, there's, time to adapt. You know, there's new hustles. I'm sure. I mean, if you really want to do that, you can. But you have to you have to be doing something different. You can't be. It's like the weed game. Maybe not. You know, maybe with the some new cyber cyber. Yeah, crack rock or a jump shot, just like Biggie said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And uh, you know it's also funny because like you, you see how this industry's hurting. Like people are either cashing out, hopefully with something in their hand, and uh, moving on just because it's too much work, or they're fucking like there's so much talent that we know about that's still hasn't had a chance to like make it in a sense, and you're like, okay. You better hurry up <laughs> because this fucking shit is cracking down. You know what I mean? It's like it is getting pretty, uh, pretty tightened up. You know what I mean? Pretty yeah. real skinny. Yeah, well, we ain't, we're not going anywhere. We're we're right here. We're 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 not going anywhere. The Terps need us. So check check this out, man. I'm a licensed cultivator from the state of California. You know what I mean? From Mendocino County. I got two licenses: one for uh, nursery and one for mixed light production. You know, I worked hard. I didn't even get to graduate high school, and I left paperwork and did all this shit myself to get this stuff through the thing. So, you know, we're not going to go nowhere. Our genetics do have a home right there on our hill. You know, El Dorado—that's what we call it. <laughs> El Dorado. <laughs> you know, boy. Yeah. So, um, are you guys? Uh, see, see, since you're taking a break from like. Uh, promoting hard as far as like uh, entering contests and stuff though are you uh, 
doing any kind of sponsorship besides besides uh, BMX stuff? Are you doing like any other like side, like actual cannabis sponsorship stuff or any events? Um, like any no, like you know, we're trying Dallas? to get in that lifestyle thing, you know, and, and get some people out there riding waves and just you know with all the things that we love, you know, try to put some energy in, in, into that, you know, um, whether whether it's motorcycles, whether it's spear fishing, whether it's BMX bikes, you know, right. dying breeds just part of your lifestyle and. uh it, that's that's where we're at right now. So, uh, any any chance coming out of Colorado or? Besides, you know, um, I, mean, I I I heard our name was on a whiteboard out there somewhere. You know, so um, oh really? Definitely <laughs> coming out to Colorado to check it out. We've been talks to some people, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're trying to get every everywhere where they want us, and it seems to be a lot of places. So uh, we got to meet the demand. No, that's cool. That's good. I mean, and actually, at this point in time, you know, as, as long as you don't go rolling in, don't have, don't ask anybody what's going down. Everyone knows everybody here is such a small town. This is like Amsterdam of, especially because everybody started here and they're like, you know, either failed and moved on or hung in here and either like are so commercial and whatever you'll know right away, or the. Yeah, there's not very many small things left here. You know, it's like there's all, it's all pretty, yeah. pretty large scale. So, yeah, definitely vet them. Though. Check them out with me. I'll, uh, I'll tell you right out of the gate. I'll be like, "What? <laughs> you did not do that? Like, no, Shiloh, why did you do that?" And you'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah, no, oh, we really live we well. You'd be like, bro, you'd be like, we, you'd be like live right well's now, not, not good." No, like, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, they still want my friends' genetics. They're like a huge company here. They're like classic, you know, another one that all the big ones are like just grabbed all these people's things and like, you know, it's, it's the, and there's no, there's no way you can defend all that because there's no, you know, it's just like one of those things where I see the same, same issues get kind of done over and over again. So, so I'm always like, oh shit, be careful. <laughs> big time. Yeah, well, you know, this is still snakes. There's bigger snakes in this fucking industry now because they feel protected because they've got lawyers and they've got, you know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't really think about that. Like, ah, like you know, that, like we're we're very uh, handshaky and old school and, we'll, you know, <laughs> people don't usually fuck each other over that bad, you know? As bad as they do now. Yeah, yeah definitely shout out to our lawyers. Definitely shout out to our lawyers right now for keeping us out, out of that... Uh, <laughs> dilemma that you're discussing now. so we have a team oh, of lawyers yeah. that, that uh, maneuvering through all this and uh we're excited to be working with them <clears throat> um so you guys gonna you know like like a merch line and shit like that is it you guys got your gear gear and all that yeah you know that's one of the things we're really working on for for this year is uh get our merch game because usually we just bring it you know um and kind of give it away at the events and stuff and uh everybody wants it so we're going to really put some energy and, and get some people on the whole merchandise thing so um people can get the gear you know be rocking that wherever yeah. you're at rocking time green rocking third gen duke's and mendo gear yep exactly and we like to shout out big burn again and chris uh you know home of the cookies cookies clothing is who makes our gear so cookies clothing is who makes our gear let you know you buy dying breed 
you know what time it is. You know what I mean? Quality in, gold in, gold out, baby. Yeah, I mean that's the whole point, right? Just the best, best you can do. Uh, always. So we're. Uh, always I, I, I said we're sponsoring this BMX team, but uh-huh. I didn't mention that. You know, a, a few other people are gonna be coming out and sponsoring it too. It's gonna be kind of like one of the first of its kind. It's a cannabis sponsored, fully cannabis sponsored uh, BMX team. I'm still picking up riders and and all that good stuff too. It's gonna it's gonna be pretty awesome. Cookies. Also is going to be on that. They're going to be doing the jerseys and Pistol Point, Diesel, Compassion Heart, Third Gen Family. You know what I mean? Just some of the people that are going to be throwing it down. So, yeah. I, I yeah, you got to watch that. out for Brandon Parker Racing is going to the Olympics. So that's the that's the next thing. Watch oh, yeah. this. This yeah. guy's training champion. It's, it's yeah, that's, that's where we're getting our go. trophies. Oh. Nice. Hell yeah. Just don't, just don't break any bones in between. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. The goal. Make it to the Olympics. Uh, that's it. What's going on? So, uh, any, any other breeding projects we should we should be aware of, and uh, that you're allowed to talk about? Or Jack Mellon. I mean, you know, like we talked about, uh, Jack Mellon won second place at the Emerald Cup. Uh, Rose won second place at the Emerald Cup in Flowers. Uh, getting, you know. We garnered the Breeders' Cup two years in a row now. One with Dragon Fruit, one with uh, Rosé. We got a second and a third. So I definitely, I'm definitely bringing out Rosé, uh, some Rosé hybrids this year, and we're also stepping it up with our melon line. We have we have a bunch of different melon hybrids we've already released, and we have a few up our sleeves still to let loose. And yeah, we're just kind of rolling with that. I don't know. Shiloh's got some cool shit too. It's cool about us is we kind of. We, we work together, but then we both have our own little style that we do, you know. So when you see mm-hmm. the stuff on the menu, you know, it might be made from him or it might be made from me. You never know. You know what I mean? It's just right. that's how we do it on Big Dog. Yeah. We ride different tour buses. And what do you think? We're the, like what do you, Ethan and Nick. <laughs> what do you think the different – and when you say different styles, you mean in different genetic styles or or also in, like, processing? And well, you know, you know, just different stuff that comes our way, you know. I mean, I've been smoking since motherfuckers that smoke gold weed, you know, like Mac J said. So I, I have a whole different, like, taste and history of things, you know. So And I'm always this collector, too. So, you know, I got some cool stuff from – from the from uh, the nose, you know the nose over uh-huh. there when I was over in Amsterdam, some like twenty two year old hazes and uh, just trying to tap into some stuff like that. Um, got some uh, Jamaica's most wanted. This really uh, elite strain. It's like fourteen percent THCV. And just doing uh, like some long term projects. You know, we got a lot of projects that are like that that aren't just like going to be released. That are like you know with great medical value and uh, some stuff we're just holding back. You know, so some stuff that, that I'm working on that will never flower, you know, <laughs> coastal yeah, ties. Yeah. And all kinds of... yeah. yeah. So it's interesting when you're trying to grow these, uh, equatorial sativas and they don't ever do anything where right? they just kind of linger, get bigger, kind of seen the tie, the tie, the tie that Shiloh gave me the other year, uh, we were chopping down. Uh, it was like right before Thanksgiving, the damn thing still didn't have a pistol on it. You know what I mean, it was crazy. I had to take pictures. I chopped them all down and just threw them away. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is crap." You know, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that one. I, I got, I got beans, bro. I crossed it with uh, the the watermelon. So I got. I you was did. calling it the wrong. 
it's a Thai watermelon. It's like Ram Dao or something like that. But I'm gonna get that one before before I'm dead. You know, that one will come out. <laughs> we got a lot of old skunks. We hooked up. I gotta give a shout out to my boy, fucking Tom Danks, Magic Man, dude. Um, I don't know where the kid came from, a time machine, but uh, kids getting on the team. We'll probably open a, a, a couple other lines maybe with this kid. Is just like, you know, he's got the love of the Terps, man, and he's just an eclectic cat, and I, I love everything he does, you know, for me right now. Yeah. Big shout-out to Tom Danks. Tom Danks. So, um, you see, you've been pulling up a lot of old genetics, like from, like you said, from the nose, maybe some probably some old nevels it sounds like um you know some what, some old cashmeries that smell like spray paint you know right and uh you know big another shout out i want to shout out my boy fucking big Buddha cheese man i seen that dude in spain and it was nothing but love milo much love to that camp shout out to milo big buddha how was big buddha was he sweaty <laughs> he gets real sweaty. Yeah, man, he was just cool. <laughs> he's cool. Just he's, mad love, dude. That dude just had a, mad love, and it was a, just he'll be it like, was cool to the... hear stories like from another side of the globe. You know, yeah. Um, you know, because it's all based on the chronicles. You know, <laughs> the tales, the history of the chronics. So, um, right. it was just cool to hear the, the Exodus story and those cats and what they're doing with their packaging. And you know, it's just like. It is a cool cat. Those, those yeah. guys, you know. There's too many people. You, your guy Julian, you know the whole, the whole man squad over there at the backyard. You know, um, La Colada, the HQ. So much love for cannabis in Spain. I can't even believe it, dude. Right. I can't even believe how awesome it was over there. Yeah, they're definitely. Uh, it's definitely a great, great city, and it's like the whole cannabis part just makes it like icing on the cake in a sense because it's like one of those things where you know it is a great city on its own and if if it wasn't for the cannabis scene like there was there now because before it was very much just hash and a lot of like you know you could smoke some hash there and you could mix it with tobacco or whatever and you could find some weed if you knew a local but now with everything going on there's every flavor that's you know gelato and things are in shops that are you're like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy, and it's actually even more on point because of, because of internet, really. I guess because everybody's just like so, they want what's the hottest flavor now. Do you guys get to smoke Skittles grown there by people and? Uh, compare, yeah, you know, it, you know, I don't know if it's grown there, or grown here. I don't know what to get down um, on everything over there, but uh, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. But uh, you know, it, it, it was cool because. It's cross-cultural there. You've got, you've got the love of the old-school hash, and you see all the new strains going into Morocco, uh-huh. and all these French cats and Italian cats coming out of Morocco with this insane old-school hash, the Frenchie style, but with all the new turps. So, you know, it was just a different look on life. You know, the whole social aspect and the, and the love of the cannabis is over there, you know. And uh, I really fucking love it. I'm going to go back there soon. I think, you know, that's where we're going to pop off that that Zage and Zauer, uh, your, your Zage right. fell into my, the Zage and Zauer, you yeah. know, you're going to pop your, that off. For Europe. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and I'm looking for, well, I mean, Europe, Europe loves us and we got to get over there and, and, and get some production in Europe because we, you know, we got to, that's one of the things we're going to do is go set up in Europe. So everything we make is produced over there. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It's cool how Spain embraced the whole culture and, and, and it's weird. Amsterdam kind of, held on to the 
the weed with the the worst turps that took the longest to flower that didn't really get you high, you know, and it's just like a yeah. it's like a dilapidated haze nightmare over there. And uh right. it's not that Spain wants to be Cali, they're kinda of their own thing, but I'm looking at Amsterdam like a fucking old house that just needs a little fixing up, you know. Mm-hmm. Because they want the Terps, too. The whole world's hungry for the Terps. In Europe, we're coming over there. We're going to set up shop. We're going to start producing stuff over there so you can have it, too. Yeah, boy. Terp the world. If I was lying, would I be wrong? <laughs> so, um, so the uh, besides Barcelona, did you, get you guys you ever get to go anywhere else, any other cities? Like, uh... Well, well, we really didn't. We were kind of just locked down there, you know. I mean, we not wanted this trip. it not, not this to trip, go out. But not, not this trip, but like recently. You know, I mean, Barcelona's cool, but here, what about Greece? Greece just popped off with the legalization. We, we want to go to Greece and get that shit popping off, too. Because the cool thing about Europe is, is they're not so money-hungry. The government, they're like, okay, the few regulations stay within the guidelines, and you're good to go. Over here, it's, it's just a nightmare. You need legal teams. You need, like, legal teams for legal teams. And, and, and it's crazy. So, yeah. like, um, over, like, Mendocino County right now, it's the most, it's the hardest, most strict county. It's like the legendary place. Oh, the Emerald Triangle, but it's the, it's the worst place. And talk about drowning out the small guy, because this is where the small guys exist. It's like, it, it's, it's saddening, bro, but uh, you got to adapt. That's our greatest quality as humans, right? To adapt. So, you know, Europe's cool. Tasty waves, good food, right? Right, right. No, it's definitely... Uh, waves and some cool brew. <laughs> it's, uh, it's crazy to see the scene, like, change uh, so rapidly because we've kind of watched it, uh, you know, from the sideline, like, in, from the inside, but also seeing, uh, it, thinking it was going quick and not realizing until the last, say, five years how fucking quick it can be. Because in the last five years, everything, like, buttoned up tight where you're like, oh, shit. If I don't have my shit tight, yeah. <laughs> you know, together now, then it's going to get really hard. Because all of a sudden, people are thinking of it like a widget, you know what I mean? Cannabis isn't really cannabis anymore. I think that's where they fuck up, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the, the main thing we can do between us as breeders and uh, also as you know, people are interested in kind of keeping the culture alive and stuff. I think the key is like re- making people recognize that the best weed is still like to come. You know, we haven't even got there yet. We're working at it. You know what I mean? It's like a never ending project. And so everyone's like, I don't know. There's, it's like right now everybody's like pen crazy and forgetting about flowers. I think. Well, yeah, pen shock. You know, pens, it's just like. It's just another piece of garbage that ends up in the ocean mm-hmm. and kills turtles and shit. It's just, you know what I mean? Right. It's it's really the, the convenience of them, and, and, and when they work and you can charge them and they exist for a long time, that's awesome. You know, but, like, yeah. all these throwaway pens, yep. you know, it's just, like... Yeah, I feel the same. If you can't, if you can't uh, refill but, it, I mean, there's and... there's good pens out there too. You know, you you, you got to you got to have one that's got the longevity that yep. you're not just going to use. It's going to break, and you're going to throw it away. So you know, people got to get educated about the pen market too, and buy quality, you know, quality craftsmanship. The same with the small craft cannabis. You know. Yeah, I mean the, the prob- problem with the pen game that isn't the pen itself. I feel like I agree with Shiloh, and if you look at our packaging, that's why we don't use plastic in our packaging. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's either metal, glass, or paper. Yeah. But you know, um, 
at the end of the day, dude, you know, the, the pins that everybody's putting out, they're just glorified, polished turds, man. It's all a bunch of fucking floor sweepings with pesticides at the time. And there's, you know, the regulation is coming into play now with the branding and, and people aren't putting out so much bullshit. But right. for a while there, I'm talking 85, 85% of the pins on the fucking market have poison. And even the ones that they're entering into competitions, knowing that they're going to test it, thinking that they got the shit and getting failed out and slammed all over the fucking internet. You know, so it's like when we come out with our pins, because um, we're going to come out with some just know the third-gen family is going to be setting the standard, and we're not going to be, uh, you know, putting all that glycerin and water down. And shit up. What's that? You know, they're, they're, it's just... Yeah, what's no, that? Uh, no, I heard, I heard you. Right. Shiloh, did you, did you, you want to say yeah, something? No. I was yeah. just saying, it's, it, it's not going to be something you're just going to throw away, you know? It's going to be like no, a fine no, waterman no. can, you know, something that you're going to be glad that you have and, and, and to hold on to so put it this way, I've already made a, a real solvent, because everybody everybody puts solventless on their pins, okay? So first off, those pins are not solventless, okay? Just because they're made with an alcohol, ethanol extraction, or CO2, in my opinion, still run through a chemistry set with gases that are put into containers, okay? So... Solventless or organic or clean, any of that shit doesn't involve big old chemistry sets and stuff like that. So, in my opinion, ice and water, heat and pressure. And so our pin, I've already made them. A, it's a high terpene pin that we actually put solventless stock into. And so it, it's vaporable through the little pinhole. It actually, you get clouds, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they taste really good. There's no franken terps, no fake shit, no fake bottled terps, no franken stuff from online. This is real deal cannabis, and that's what we're, we need to attain. And uh-huh. I just think that we're just a little bit behind. You know, like, for instance, when you go to these shows, you see all these butane guys that smoke butane. Well, why do they line up at Moonshine Melt's table if they own these butane companies? That's because these dudes don't smoke their own shit. You know what I mean? And so they're over here smoking solventless rock in an hatch for years. And so when the pin game finally steps up to that too, um, you know, the pin game's going to come in and now we're, you know, got this glycerin cut, you know, you're just thinning out the stuff, you know what I mean? And in terms of that, like, you know, honey, um, you actually, there's a group that goes around and tests honeys Mm -hmm. from all over the world Mm -hmm. because when they try to import it to America, Sometimes it's cut with sugar or whatever the sure. hell they can do to cut it to make more honey yeah. to sell for more. That's why China China honey gets tariffed and taxed fifteen yeah. percent because the way when it comes in, it's all swaggly. So it's that you hear all that. We're going to come in with our thing. It's going to be yeah. you know there's going to be fraud cases because people are going to be saying that it's solventless and it, oh it's this and that. And, you know people are going to get popped up and lung and all this crazy shit because. They're not, you know, really ingesting healthy stuff. They're just being fooled and duped, you know what I mean, for a couple dollars. And it's fucked up, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, crazy. I mean, the thing about cannabis has always been an issue as, like, <clears throat> you know, like, people think of weed dealers uh, as, like, always shady people. And the thing is, back in the day, there were plenty of shady weed dealers, but there was also guys like myself who sold good weed, you know, to people like I'm sure with plenty of us. That we, you know, and I always tried to give, like, even when I had like better weed, like I'd always, you know, I always wanted to keep. My whole point was to have good weed to smoke myself, right? But, but at the same time, like, uh, I'd 
you know, be sad when I would sell my weed to people because it'd be so nice sometimes. Oh man, I don't want to sell this, but I'd sell it, you know, anyway. And exactly. uh, compared to like, who gives a fuck and just, you know, don't even care if it has a trike on it or whatever. Just be like, so people were lucky if they got me as a filter because I was always a picky filter, you know, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and that was, you know, that was the art back in the day was just knowing good weed, having access to good weed. And obviously in Cali, there was, you know, better conditions and better, better, uh, you know, contacts and ability to grow weed that was, you know, like would finish outdoors and et cetera. Cause like I lived on both East and West coast and on the East coast, we would try and there was one or two guys that could pull it off, but barely, you know what I mean? It was like pulling teeth. Whereas in the West coast, I had people who could do it and real good. And I had people who could just throw it in the backyard and pull off a 10 pound plant, you know, because they lived in a perfect condition. So, so a lot of it was just lucky. You know, you guys are lucky to live <laughs> where you live for so long. And the access to all those genetics, too. Any, yeah, uh, it's been a long, you lucky got, road. Have you managed to keep a lot of seeds over the years, uh, like in freezers or like somewhere super stashed? Or did you kind of just on the, along the way? Because I, I lost a lot of shit, obviously, uh, here, there, and everywhere. But managed to keep a few things, which are amazing. Because sometimes I look at it and I'm like, damn, I've had that for 28 years now. Or, you know, I sound like that. And I'm like, shit, I should probably sprout that, maybe. You know what I mean? So I'm like, man, I should probably sprout that. It's like 28 years old, 30 years old. And uh, those those things are pretty amazing that I've moved, you know, 50 or 60 times probably in those time periods. So it's like the fact that I somehow managed to hang on to them i don't know how but uh did you you have some seeds like that or are you kind of working with well i had the ultimate the collection of seeds and then the cops came you know what i mean so yeah you got to make sure you have that secured and uh we do have a lot of stuff i mean allegedly i guess you know truckloads but you know of course we've lost some of the greatest things mm-hmm. just what's your what was your biggest loss you think over the years well, I, I once had to, you know, remember, like, the repo man when they opened the trunk and the, the glove. I had this briefcase just full of just everything from everywhere. And I the, I got arrested, and I was in jail, and I was like, fuck, fuck, they got everything. But the thing I was most bummed on was that they got all the steps through the Adni, Adni breeding process. And then when I got out of jail, I got back, and they had got the whole suitcase but there's a little jar that had that and a few other things in it. So basically that and collecting, just kind of starting over, you know? But, yeah. yeah. I, was still, I mean, it's weird because back uh, in the day, you know. More, you, I was bummed, more than I was bummed that I lost the other shit. Which one was that? I was more stoked that I had those few seeds than mm-hmm. I was bummed that I lost a huge amount of the other seeds, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, sometimes that's... They did some massive selection for you at that point. You know? It's like it's when they, uh, when you have a fire or when you get robbed or when you get whatever it comes down to. Sometimes it's like literally like, oh, well, I guess I'm down to that. You know, I, mean, I have those two left. You know what I mean? So fuck it. Start from there, you know. And Yeah, we just yeah. had those fires here, dude, and my house I had to evacuate. And I was like, first thing I called B and I'm like, dude, I got the seeds. He's like, well, yeah, we'll go to your house and get the other shit. I'm like, bro, I got the seeds. Right, you know, so pocket was the number one important thing at that point. Tello literally didn't grab anything but the fucking seeds. 
You know what I mean? We had to, and, we had and to my surfboard sprinklers sprinklers on top of the roof and shit with Shiloh. You know, <laughs> crazy. Right? No, it's a that's a similar story to um, to Subcool where he said that like when he went out in his socks and turned the corner and there was like fucking huge fireballs coming up the thing and he just like ran in and grabbed like a cooler full of ash and just took off like that was all he did it's like, like a cooler full of ash he's like it's all bubble that i made myself so i knew it was gonna sell you know so i was like all right sounds good and uh yeah i mean sometimes it's like crazy because i had the opposite i had like once where it was like a barrel i had like so probably about a half a million seeds in there and it was like in a place that i wasn't at it went on fire and it's all i asked i said did you guys managed to grab the fucking barrel of seeds they were like oh what no and i was like oh my god like, uh, that was like that was a, a heart, heartbreaker right there because i was like the that's the only thing that would have saved the day i was like that's that on itself would have saved the fucking day you know half a million half a million seeds no matter how you looked at it was gonna pay a few bills but in the end we similar story one time we lost uh Somebody cut the lock on our U-Haul in San Bernardino when oh, I was shit. down there. At a, at, a, at a high time, San Bernardino, it was the one way they did the two weekends, one after the other. Uh-huh, you know, that. it was like two weekends. That. In a row. I remember that. And the, the first weekend, I fucking stayed, and I was at this nice Hilton, too, man. They cut the lock off the back. I even got the video camera of the white truck pulling in, but I couldn't get no license plate or nothing. And then, you know, there was a... they. They, there was, they took a couple trophies and my seeds and a couple pairs of Jordans, and they took probably about 200000 250000 in seeds. Mm. And so that was like a big fucking hit right there, you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. And it was, all the, it was all the stuff that we had packaged after the Emerald Cup that, um, that was we were just hoping to go down there and, and just, you know, go, get the people that that didn't get a chance to go you know what i mean and that happened and we went and tried to go track it down but we never you know could find it i looked on craigslist and found the pair of shoes and we went and called up the guy i had my lady call him scared the fuck out of something dude me and my cousin collie kevin and and brent and collie and, and kevin we all went over there and jumped the fence into this gated community went and tried to find it but they ended up being uh, not the same shoes. They were the same size, same shoe. The next day, like the day after, you know what I mean? And and I was like convinced. I was like, those are my shoes. Went down there and the box that the Jordans were in, yeah. it was too nice. My box was all dented up and scratched and scuffed. The box was fucked up. But the box that he brought it out in was just like pristine, brand new. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it's uh, a... Yeah. Would have been would have been the piece of the piece of the puzzle, and you would have. Then what would have happened, right? But uh, yeah, exactly, man. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. it sucks. Good. It sucks because a lot of times uh, you can imagine, you know, that it gets in the wrong hands in one way, but it can also, you know, most likely it just goes in no hands at all because it just turns into like something like that. Like it that. didn't. I assume the person probably went around the corner and realized what it was and threw it in the trash, you know, you know, oh, fuck, what? Oh. Exactly. Like most people would look at it, especially if it's a, a real like head stash where it's just a big bunch of fucking scribble scrabble things. You know, it's hard to tell. Like my girlfriend, I almost lost a bunch of, just my girlfriend just literally cleaning the house and I'd be like, 
what the hell is out of the fridge? You know, like, she'd be like, what do you, that big bag of swag? And I was like, are you kidding? What? You know, like, no, they look like a bunch of nothing. Cause I was like, I'd keep, you know, I would always keep it like in a classic old school, like sandwich bag with one seed in it, you know what I mean? Or something stupid like that. It was never, no rhyme or reason, just all shoved in a fucking thing. But yeah, almost lost, almost lost it that way, which is a pretty sad way where you just like, come home and your girls clean the fridge out and you fucking like lost all your shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. It can happen. It can happen. No, it almost happened to me. It didn't quite happen, but I caught her. I caught her in the, the nick of time, actually. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, you guys still making bubble hash or, because actually it's funny, I've been just, oh, yeah. just making some recently and it was like, you know, when you make it, it's always like a reminder of, why you don't make it all the time like you're like oh yeah now i remember why i don't do this all the time because like it's actually like but at the same time it's therapeutic and it's nice and you get good you know beautiful runs and it's uh it is to me it's superior as far as i I found true love i found true love for myself making bubble hash and and water hash in one of the downest times of my life you know just taking the highest vibration out of the highest vibrating plant and Mm -hmm. just you know, seeing people's reactions and really, you know, uh, through that process of making hash, I swear I really got to know myself, you know. And, um, I just scrub, I scrub the floor of the greenhouse uh-huh. and, and do plant maintenance. And, you know, we're, we're up there on the hill doing the real work. So, you know, right now we, we're not really making too much hash. After you B's, pull- B's got a secret lair though. He's got a secret lab. I got, yeah. I got a little, uh, a secret, uh, secret room but you know um i have to agree with you man uh water hatch is gonna always be superior and i have to re-say this again uh-huh. really really good water hash will yeah. always be the best concentrate in the world you can have mediocre hash and that's okay that's good for rosin yeah but really 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 good hash top yeah. of the line exactly stuff is always going to be way better than the best rosin that they could ever do because of the quality, because of the the fact you didn't have to clean it up a further step. All Mm. that stuff goes back into the material. You know, the material ultimately is the good shit. You know what I mean? That's where the magic happens. And people always, you go, oh, man, you make good hash. Well, it's like, well, fuck, bro. I'm also a pretty good farmer then, too, (laughs) right? If I make all that good hash. I mean, fuck, yeah. you know? Well, it's a lot easier. That's it's a lot easier. Your ingredients make a big, 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 uh, the most important part of making hash, actually. And, uh, yeah. Do you guys, do you guys do any kind of post production as far as, like, after you pull your bags and, you know, you pull your bags and you pull your, you know, clean your screens? And do you do, like, do you use, uh, freeze dryers ever? Do you use, uh, dehydrators? Do you kind of just do it at the studio? I'll tell you the story. Uh, you you want to hear a preference, something like that? You want to hear what I use and, sure. and kind of how I feel? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, well. Or what's, what's your. I mean, I've been making. I made hash before rosin. Mm-hmm. Shiloh. Shiloh had hash going. Uh, well, I started making hash in 2004 at City Left, right? Uh-huh. And, and there was a dude down the road from him named Med Mike that I uh, worked for. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was, that was where I worked, right? So in 2004, I started. But by that time, Shiloh was already, like you said, an OG, right? You know what I mean? And if we fast forward from 2004 to 2011, Shiloh was still smoking hash, and I was dabbing BHO. And it wasn't until then that I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to make hash and all that. 
fuck this DHO shit, and that's what we did. You know what I mean? But you know, I I make hash, uh, and I like I said, I, we do these Emerald Cups, and I'm gonna rewind. I'm gonna go to these Emerald Cups just again. In 2015, or was it 2016? I got a first through tenth place in the rosin category. Right? The year before, we had a first through eight in, in the hash category, and I put eight in. Right? Um, hash category. When I won, um, it was it was awesome. The following year, rosin was made available. Okay, and so. It was kind of a, a new thing, you know. We mm-hmm. logged in this, and we, we kind of made the hash and only kept the hash, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and that's what was entered. When I entered that year and we got, you know, first through eighth or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, the first place winner was Microplane, and then the second place winner was Street yeah, Drive. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, to me, and in an honest opinion, if you know how to microplane or dry the hash properly without using a freeze dryer, yeah. you don't really fucking need a freeze dryer. You know what I mean? But if you're going to try to pump out more than a pound of hash every three days, yeah. uh, shaving it by hand, okay, you're going to need a freeze dryer because your hands uh, and everything from being cold and everything yeah. like that and holding the puck, your hands are going to fall off. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so in order to have a business in the future, you're going to see a lot more freeze-dried hash because it's very com- comparable to the uh, really good microplane and because of the ease and the and the yeah. and everything. You know, like my hands, from 11 years of making hash and sticking my hands in the water, I got like arthritis in my fucking hands and I got to like squeeze my forearms mm-hmm. and, and get my fists tight. You know what I mean? Right. And so it really took a toll on my body using that ice in the water and, and shaving like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Get it's my hands cold. It's a, it's a physical thing for sure, and it's one of those. Uh you know, at the spot that I'm at right now, it's it's uh, one of the classics where it's not. There's nothing custom there for me at all. It's like I'm literally shoved in a corner trying to make hash, like old school. You know, and I'm like, all right. And we tested <laughs> yeah. and we tested the microbials and um, three of the tests, and basically had non-detectable on one. One we had like eighty five hundred parts per million, and it, it was the threshold was ten thousand, and the other one was I think like sixty four hundred or something like that. But I mean, I was like pulling bags in a dirty sink basically at this point you know what i mean i was like all right this is pretty gross you know what i mean and i was like was just the reality of the whole place and the floor drain was backing up and it was just crap you know it was just one of those like okay this place is needs a complete fucking douche before we uh do anything here and tear out walls and clean up fucking put a winch right here you know what i mean there was like 10 things i'm like you want to hear a, you want to hear a funny story uh-huh that year that we that year that we entered the Emerald Cup, we made our hash in the woods and on the PVC tunnel mm-hmm. uh, on our acreage, running off of a Honda 2000 watt generator, and we still came out with them all down. Oh yeah, working working under pressure there actually, which is awesome. And the water water source source is pretty cool. So yeah, the uh, you know you don't need all the fancy stuff, man, to do to grow fire chronic and you don't need all the fancy stuff to make the hash. You just have to have the knowledge mm-hmm. and, you know, the material is, is most of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, that's kind of why you got all these mom and pops, man, because, you know, we were all trying to do it. You know what I mean? And only a few of us are, you know, able to get this far. So blessings, man. Big ups. Yeah. It's one of those things where, uh, 
you know, hang, if you just keep uh, keep grinding on with what you're doing, obviously uh, we don't have much choice because it's like my mom grows weed with me and she's like, you know, almost 70 and it's kind of like, ain't going to change now. Yeah. You know, nothing's going to change now. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> even though they're yeah. like, they keep clamping down harder and harder and making it worse and worse to do any kind of growing here. But uh, I feel like the the smaller independent growers are always going to be the the ones who are the the holders of the, the super fire you know what i mean so yeah uh, yeah they should just let everyone grow as much weed as they want and it'll just be small farms everywhere it's yeah. it, it's the mono uh, mono farming culture that ruined every fucking crop you know right it's like oh no, let's go mono fucking crop weed yeah that's fucking okay let's strip all the love out of it, you know, mm-hmm. all, all, all personal care, have it all done by machines, you know, and, and and just fucking, I think everyone should just have the freedom to grow as much as they want, and then everyone would just have this little crop of chronic, and they would, like you said, be the holders of the of the strains and the terps, and then they would share amongst the circles. You know? Yeah, I mean, the, there's some there's some zones that are already kind of set up good for that. There's others that are like. You know, most people are for sale anyway, so it's kind of like one of those crazy moments in time where a lot of people are just like, fuck it, (laughs) fuck it, we're just closing shops. There's a lot of consolidation going up in California right now, and a lot of of things for sale. You guys, uh, you you have like a couple locations or one location for, for or you're just kind of working on under other people's licenses or you have two two you said yourself right? um you, you know we've just pretty much been on our own hills but you know we're expanding yeah we're gonna be just uh, working with some like key players like Pistol Point uh-huh. so um, everywhere you see Pistol Point Shiloh and Brandon are sure to go right now so yeah. you see pop up in Columbia we might be there that's nice yeah there's some we're stuff not- We'll be up on the turf of the mountain. Yeah, follow there, us to the turf of the mountain. There is there is some uh, action down there for sure. Um, it's kind of crazy, like how the whole world has. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's America which held everybody back, but the whole world is coming around to cannabis now, and it's like, yeah, it's weird. It's weird how like the, the usually I'd say I'm always on the wrong team personally, not in the you know not a terrible way but for the most part like i was always on the like you know the the hardest the hardest always going against the fucking stream and cannabis always being the same thing like against the stream against the stream and now all of a sudden it's like like flowing <laughs> flowing our way hard you know what i mean it's almost like oh shit you know you're like whoa <laughs> gotta keep up with the fucking joneses and uh you know i see it like I see the the biggest thing that we can all sort of agree on. I think well, everybody agrees on is that what you can't replace is authenticity. So I find you know, like our character, all of the characters around that have been around since you know the kind of early '90s and you know late late '80s, early '90s. Those like like when it was really illegal, really illegal, and you shouldn't be doing it, but you're doing it, doing it every day, <laughs> and like being you know not totally vocal about it, but definitely not too unobvious about it because we kind of always knew it was it's okay it's good it's good and now it's like fucking proven that cures you know it wouldn't cure but it definitely helps out with cancer <laughs> it helps out with other things and we're like holy shit are we on the winning team again and keep just getting like slapping them around like 
now what? You know what I mean? Most healthy, low, you know, least right. to- least toxic. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I think everybody can right now just educate the, the kids. You have to educate, like, the people who are a couple, you know, your third gen. You got to worry about the fourth and fifth because they're getting stupider as they go along. So you better, like, figure it out. Like, uh, help, us, <laughs> <laughs> help us figure out the next generation so they don't become a bunch of fucking retards. Because with cannabis, it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, to. I'm, like, totally, like, you know, if you go to, when, like, the East Coast was always a little bit more, you know, slower than the West Coast when it came to cannabis. Just that's just the way it was. And I was a bi-coastal kid, so I was always noticing, like, oh, I'd bring weed back from Cali. It'd blow people away. And they'd be like, oh, my God, that's the best weed I've ever seen. You know, and I was like, yep, friend in, you know, Big Sur or whatever. And just like, you know, they, they couldn't believe it. But it's just because of the conditions in Big Sur are a little different than the conditions in fucking Rhode Island, you know. And, uh... But but at the same time, uh, you know, always, always noticing that good weed made you a lot of friends, first of all. And second of all, you know, you figured out, like, you're like, okay, this fucking shit. Like, I, I had parents of my friends more jealous of me than, you know what I mean? They'd be like, where'd you get this? <laughs> Where did you get this weed from, kid? So, uh, no, I was just going on about, like, are you got those the, the eleven year old and uh, those are your kids, Brandon? Let's say yeah. No, these are kids that we sponsored oh, right, from in you town. Said. You got you, you got kids of your own? Oh yeah, no, I I got a five year old and I got one on the way actually. Oh nice, nice. I got combined. I got a six year old now, so I got one. I got one got one six year old that's alive and well. So yeah, so he's uh, uh, boy, or, boy or girl. A boy, boy or girl? a boy, a boy, and uh, yeah, boy. he's in yeah. Ju- he's in jujitsu yeah. classes. He's he, he's showing me how to do a cross arm choke out. Now I'm like, okay, you're six and you're coming home and you're choking out your dad. Like you know, he's like, let me show you, let me show you. I'm like, oh my god, but yeah, <laughs> he's like, let me show you this choke out. Like, just cool. tap, me, tap, yeah, cool. tap me when it hurts, and I was like, holy shit, he got me good right here. Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, tap, tap, <laughs> and he's like, are you sure? Gives me a little extra nut. I was like, oh. Oh my god, he's already he's taking me out at, he's gonna take me out at six. I'm gonna be like, Oh my god, how bad can he get as a dad? Yeah, I, I mean, I had a kid late. I'm 40, I'm 47, 48, I guess. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I had, I had him when I was 42, so it's uh, you know, that old, that old dad syndrome is a little bit there, but not much, you know, because obviously we're all younger, we're all much more young at heart than most, um, but. Shiloh, you don't have no kids, right? Yeah, no, I have a thirteen-year-old son. Oh, that's know? right. You have the older. Um, yeah, you're the guy who's like us. We should. We probably. I should have a twenty-year-old or something like that, right? I think a couple of them out yeah, there. Yeah, you never know. They might show up on a rainy night with your first driver's license at your door. So yeah, no, I already, I've already had the scare. I already had the scare one time. It wasn't true, but it was a scare, and I was like, "Holy shit! Are you kidding me right now?" Yeah, no, I had to get. But it. yeah, my son, my son just got his report card, and oh, he shit. like the last one he got straight A's. This one he got all A's, one B plus. What? Oh my god! So throw him out of the house! Throw him out of the house, pretty bro! Pretty kind of fucking what? He's slipping. Bro. I know. I told him I was like, wait a second, <laughs> what is that in? Yeah, you're I was like, yeah, yeah, you're slipping. Kid. Penmanship or some shit. But yeah, pretty cool. Fatherhood's cool. It is getting married. I'm getting married in in September. I heard that's awesome. And uh, 
that'll bring you into the fold of a uh, of a uh, cannabis royalty. At that point, you'll just literally be like, "Oh, cannabis." We, it, we, we got a new name for it. It's the Blake. It's the Blake Massive. Uh, <laughs> Blake, cannabis Blake Massive Posse. <laughs> Blake Massive. Blake <laughs> you know. yeah. Massive. That's funny. Um, so. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a great great you know well it's a great community to, or a great group to fucking become part of I'm sure and uh, Tim's awesome and uh, Taylor's obviously awesome so congrats on all that and then uh, are you guys a date you got a date on that one is that like next year or something or you got a uh, the 29th of September oh shit nice coming up quick it's yeah. coming up quick we're supposed to be planning it right now but I'm on the phone with you guys that's right, that's right. <laughs> well, I'm a good excuse, I guess. That's a good, a good excuse for you. Um, yeah, I think I did September 9th, right? I think, I think I'm the ninth. I'm gonna get in trouble for that, but I'm in September too. So, we just did Vegas. You're gonna be doing a big wedding, I'm sure, like big NorCal wedding. Um, it's not gonna be that big, but you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Mendo. It's gonna be like farm to table type of. You know, we're gonna set up the, the turf corral. Uh-huh. So it'll be a dab bar, you know. My uh-huh. boy, Breda Moses, be spinning. And, you know, Nick and T might be stopping through on the wheels of steel them day. You know what I'm saying? Whoop, 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 Should be a good, should be a good party. <laughs> Nick and yeah. T. Yeah, you have to, you have to give a boop every time. Nick and you... T, boom. Let's give some shout-outs. John Meds, boom. Yeah. Louie Dog, and what's up with Jersey? Jersey, the whole squad out there under the Jersey tutelage. Who else we shouting out? Traven, always coming through. Uh, Melky yep. Manny, Brandon's girl, always holding it down for B, keeping them healthy, yep. full of love. Pops, you know, the whole team, nephew, Eli, you know, Kevin, Tony, and fucking everyone holding it down up on the hill. Yep, Eli, Kevin, Tony, Pops, yeah. That's it, uh-huh. that's it, big doggy. Stoked. So, Spice uh, Dog uh, gets a little mini shaka. We'll give Spice Dog the mini shaka. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that your actual dog or is that somebody? Somebody? No, Spice yeah. is our homie. He <laughs> much love. He's our he's our dog. Uh-huh. He's a he's a fucking he's a family member. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I drove 15, 15 hours to get these kids their flight back. He drove to Orange County and back to Mendo from Santa Barbara. And, and to get us uh, the flight back so we can fly out here in time, you know what I mean? Because Amazon fuck. Oh, yeah? Yeah, don't use Amazon. <laughs> no, it's not, it wasn't, it was a non, non, uh, what kind of airline they put you on? Some shit, shitty airline, or? No, we just got, yeah, we're flying regular, you know what I mean? You don't have the third gen PJ yet, huh? Figure you guys are. Like, no, man. Oh, we got, we're <laughs> doing it. You, we're we're gonna be we're on jets now. I know Let's everybody. Watch, everybody. Watch everybody. It's funny to watch how this whole industry keeps like it, it, everybody's like getting into different zones. You know what I mean? Because I know a whole bunch of people who are just like that's the only way they go. Yeah, they, but I I'm like I'm like all right. down, you know, with your I'm squad, like, you know, it's not that much more expensive, you know. Yeah, if you have a squad, yeah, exactly. If you have a, yeah, yeah, PJs. Yeah, Ford, if you, yeah. Ford Pinto. Yeah. Ford Pinto. <laughs> Ford, Ford, Eleven people. Eleven people in your Ford. <laughs> no, but if you, that's the thing is if you travel the entourage of like ten or twelve people, 
and you get one of those jets that's like 2000 bucks a person, and you fly across country, and you're in a private jet. Yes, and you're just blazing. You're yeah. blazing. The, yeah. the, the, the pilot walks you through customs. Yeah. It's, it's a done deal. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth it. Pop it, it. It's popping bottles of rosé at 40,000 feet. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, no, it, yeah, you can see we're in a private jet right now, actually. That's what I'm, that's what I'm sitting in my sitting in my uh, private jet. No, I was just in my, I'm in my Honda Ridgeline, actually, so trying to not blow off the fucking uh, smoke alarms like I did last last week, so, because, uh, yeah. The, the new oh, so you're doing a podcast from your car so you can smoke? Yeah, because we 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 just we just moved into a, if you watched last week's show. Oh, well, you shit! If if you exactly if you watched last week's show, you see we were sitting in this fucking super sick uh, car museum that my friend was bought, and I was like, oh, let me do my show out of here, and he's like, yeah, sure, and, and so I set my thing up, and he left me in the building by myself, and I set off the fucking uh, fire alarm, and the fucking fire department came, so I was like, oh shit, show got Wait, fucked. So they didn't invite you back. No, they didn't invite you back after that one. Well, they did. I I could do my show, but there's no way to do it without smoking. And I'm like, fuck that. So I'm going out my co- with some, my friend. Yeah, fuck my, that. My, my guy set we, it up. We demand uh, we we demand smoking in our workplaces. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things. I can't do my show and not smoke. It's like I, I've uh, I've done some. We've smoked in some crazy places, and we've pushed the limit every time we go because we're like. Well, once you do the show, it's like entertainment at that point, right? You're not you're not part of the crowd. I'm not part of the crowd. Right. People are watching me. I'm doing something. I'm like, this is what I do. You know, you can't stop this. And I'm like, you know, I've gone. We've 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 come into those situations a few times, and it's pretty funny. Those those are the best episodes, always the the, the ones where you're not supposed to do. But yeah, this one. So uh, at this point, yeah, we set it up in the car. So yeah, there you go. We're like, oh like, yeah, uh, big ups to the, the homie Leon. Can't forget Leon. Holding it down too. From aficionado, Leo. Yeah, so you're hotboxing. What are you? What are you smoking on in your car? What are you smoking on? A joint? You taking dabs? I'm doing dabs. Well, dabs. I stopped doing dabs for a while because of the noise. I thought it doesn't really. I want to hear. I, 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 right yeah. when you were doing it, I was like, oh shit, I should start doing it when you're doing. But then all you would hear is two guys. Oh, no, you know, actually, two guys doing my, dabs. I was, I was lighting my fire. Oh, I was okay. lighting my fire actually because I. I live in a cabin and I only have wood heat, so you might have heard me chop a little wood and start a fire here live on the Adam Dunn show. God damn it! <laughs> you know, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be two day, two weeks in a row of, of fire related things. So that's pretty much all I'm known for, too. Yeah. Is, aren't you the guy? Oh, you're the guy. You had a fire. I heard about you. Like, come. it's like, yeah, well, that wasn't the first fire. I had two fires, and then I had another thing. I was like, oh fuck. Grower, growers go through so many. Uh, issues over the years like you, you guys uh obviously you know like we were talking about earlier about partners and stuff but when it came to like uh lost sort of uh opportunities or anything like that over the years did you ever uh i mean you got any crazy stories of any things that were like you know uh brandon and i well we we don't always get along but you know we made we, six years ago, we made a pledge to get along for five years for the company, and now we're in six years, so now we're making another pledge for probably fucking five years or more, you know? So, you know, we just roll with the ship, you know? It's uh-huh. fucking hard enough doing business. It, it, it's hard enough living life. It's hard enough doing business with your friends. But, you know, we try to keep it all going, and, and the emotions are from, you know, the real life and the love. But, you know, we've, we've found a harmonious way to work together, mm-hmm. and... uh but we're like, we're best friends. We're brothers, you know. It's like, you know, my that, brother, that, so my, I have my stories about other motherfuckers. 
Shadow's my guru. I got bad stories. Yeah, go ahead. Tell him again. I like to hear it. <laughs> Shiloh's the guru, man. He's like the Spicoli side of B-Dog, you know what I mean? So you get the old pumped-up B-Dog on the rampage, waking up in the morning, telling, whoa, taking cold shots. And then you got Spicoli over there, big dog knowing them terps, kicking back, you're walking down the hill, you know what I mean, with his swagger on point, you know what I mean? He's over there hitting them waves, shredding it up, blazing them down. That's so you got both sides, you know what I mean? It's the yin and the right? Sometimes we got to play good cop, bad cop on the motherfuckers too. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, that's what, I mean, that's the whole thing. Having good partners is the the hardest thing. I mean, like. But best partner, bro. Best partner. Because like you said, I had a bunch of them. Best partner. Yeah. So in my, in my down times, in my sick times, my, my motherfucking brother. Yeah, well, I mean, it's crazy enough. Like yeah, me and me that's and that's what makes the difference. Me and Doug from THCs and from Hoodlum, we're still partners now. Twenty on our twenty fifth year, you know. So it's kind of like it's weird because we're totally opposite kind of guys, but it made the whole thing work. Because if we weren't the, if we were the two of the same guys, right. it would have burned out a long time ago, you know. So there has to be some some yin yang in a business pro, in a business partnership over the years, because otherwise you'll. Uh, you know, you need somebody who makes better decisions than the other person when it comes to some things. Because that's what I, I realized the other day. I was like, you know, thinking about all the fucking ridiculously stupid things that I'd paid for that I should have never paid for. You know what I mean? That I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Oh, yeah, I th- thought of this, thought, and then thinking of the things that you know, actually, uh, you know, that you can get, like, well, you can build in your own on your own time, like in a better uh, framework. And nowadays. You have to be so lean on everything because uh, kind of the days of going going nuts are, you know, of course it's fun. You can go a little bit nuts, but for the most part, there's not that much uh, meat on the bone left. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got we run it till the wheels fall off. It goes all goes back into it, you know? Mm -hmm. It just, for maybe that one day, for that one payday, you know, and then it's all, you know, phone calls and Christmas cards. But for right now, it's like, Tittos versus Ferraris, running it till the fucking shit falls apart, and then fixing it, and and just one day we'll get some breathing room. But at, at this point in the game, there's no giving up. You know, like I keep saying, we're almost at the top of the mountain, and I keep telling the fellas, I'm like, when we get there, I promise you, the view is gonna be fucking something you've never seen before. So we can't give up. There's too many people depending on us to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice and uh, any uh, any other uh, websites or anything I want to shout up. What time are we at now? Seven ten. We're at seven ten. Must be smoking. Must be smoking. Seven ten. I guess we got to smoke some fucking dabs or something. Up oh, two hour mark. Seven ten. Smoke a dab. I guess it's, it seems like two reasons. Let's go ahead, torch it up. Yeah. So it's gonna get loud. It's gonna be loud and barely here, but whatever. Um, no, it's uh, it's always good to uh, sort of remember all the, the people that kind of got to the, you know, what's that? That's not from us, is it? Wild. Wow, that's weird. Weird. Uh, but no, it's it's, uh, it's it's interesting, you know, and 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 we got it all. What I was just saying is we got it all. Uh, you know, remember all the, the people that we kind of got us to where we are right now and the crazy thing is about like with what i was saying earlier is like i think you guys nailed it when you said like you know uh, 
ice and water and uh, pressure and heat, right? Like I like that is like a easy way to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand uh, like why it's worth paying more money for that. You know what I mean? Because most people are always like a yep. like like they want it. They, they want what's the hot new thing, and with when you you know dump a column in front of somebody and they see a eighty gram or a hundred gram pull or you know whatever they pour off even more, they just see dollar signs and ding ding ding, and then they see a guy putting it into a little thing and that going into something and that getting sold and then making money. You know what I mean? Um, and with you know rosin, you got to first you got to make the bubble hash, and then you got to make the rosin, and then you got to get the pack, do the same packaging that the other guy had to do, and there's like more steps and more work and. It's you know finding the right crowd is really the whole thing I guess because people are fickle and weird. But do you guys prefer to smoke rosin now on your own, or do you smoke still bubble hash straight sometimes? Just like throwing on. A- you know, I'm from the era of sandwich bags and zigzags, so I'm usually just smoking the joint. Or you know, you know what I started doing lately, which is kind of cool. I've been feeling rowdy. I got a new bong, and I've been taking some bong snaps. So, um, but yeah, you know, I I, I don't really I. If someone's around, some really good dabber that has... I don't fuck with no Chaz bangers. So if my Jersey dude or my dudes that really are dabbers are there, I'll fuck with it. But I don't want to smoke out of no nasty-ass Chaz-ass banger. So I'll tell you what, clean up your shit because there's a new sheriff and he's coming to town. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't smoking on no dirty bangers. You know what I'm saying? So keep your rigs right. You know, if you're going to dab, dab your little dabber hearts out. But keep that shit clean, you know? I'm fucking. You're gonna I'm good on smoking You're gonna get the flag, or you can get the yellow card pulled on you. Foul! You get the yellow card coming, coming at these events with this cast banger. What you fucking doing? You know, I said, look, lady, take that dirty fucking rig out of town and fucking get back to Chinatown. Call <laughs> you. But, yeah, you know, I just want to say, you know, no animosity in the game, all love, you know, positivity, and, you know, just stay true to the hustle because there's enough happiness out there for everybody. So go get it. Be happy. Stop hating. Put a smile on yeah. your face. Don't hate, create. You know what I mean? Do something. Get the fuck up off your ass, people. You know what I mean? No hating. Love, baby. <laughs> know what it is? Coming from the Dukes. Yeah, the uh, the... <clears throat> the uh, industry is like I mean what I always told everybody from the beginning and you and you know Shiloh because you've seen kind of that I I didn't own a I didn't own a, car, a coffee shop in Amsterdam I just kept my shop because I was always realizing like eh, you know if you want to do these things you almost want to stay on the outside of it for the most part but right on top of everything too because but if you do like a once you have that shop and you have to keep that fucking momentum going and keep people happy. You see how quickly the people's uh, becomes less interesting. It becomes less satisfying as a grower sometimes because all of a sudden you like people are whinging yeah. and whining over this, and <laughs> you're like, "Oh my god!" Like you get to that point where it's not fun anymore. Um, but uh, do you guys find that like with the with the Skittles fame and all that that people? Uh, I mean, the biggest problem I find is with any strain is like we said earlier, like clone gets stolen, and or there gets there becomes like offshoots of original crews, and people get all weird. Is there any like is there any like mega politics behind that strain as far as like 
versions of or a or a's or b's or things that people should watch out for because that's also one of the things that i find is like i said earlier like i always get people going oh that's not the good skittle i'm like well this has got to be the one i don't want to say one or is there like six of them or is there a one or two or three or is there you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah, no. I mean, we've only we've only just had one, you know. So it's and, only one. And, so it's literally you know, one. No, like when we when they those guys first had it, they always called it the legged sherbet. So until they like showed someone, and they were I think they showed Jai, and they were like, "Hey, we got the sherbet," and he's like, "That's not the sherbet." They're like, "We got to rename it." So it's like there's only been one forever, and uh-huh. it's like, you know, right? Yeah. You see, you have people come with coffee. I was in Spain and. Me some chirps. He's like, they made these. Just, I was like, oh, that ain't even Skittles. Why do you go back to your lab? But so you know. But you know, was it really like just cotton? Just can- like, was it like cotton candy Skittles, or was it like? Was it? You know, when I first smoked the Skittles, that's all I could think of is that old school cotton candy strain from Makaido Mika- Island up there, and or oh, yeah. whatever fucking uh, big DC. Yeah, the Makaido. So, uh, I remember that one. Yeah, that shit. It was what I always, you know. But at this point, who really knows? It's like it, it was discovered. Like the great things are discovered out of mistakes. Like uh-huh. jazz music went from big band to fucking bop in a in, in a mistake of a note, you know. And it's like no, because because, yeah. because it, and the thing is, I tried to get this guy to call this guy because it was one of those deals where I have a uh, there's a shop here called Chlorophyll, which is like a grow shop here, and there's a guy who works there. And he's very well connected and got a lot of good, you know, knows he he's, he knows the industry pretty well. And it's one of those things where the, the grow industry is just like the weed industry, you know, just like the, the all the parts of the weed industry. But it's like everyone knows everybody and whatever. And so he's got a guy who he says is a kayaker. And he's like, this guy just claims that he made the Skittles and he brought it to California. And I was all like, well, he's in from Cal- from Colorado and he's a kayaker and he goes in kayaking in California and he goes, ask the guys if there's any kayaker. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'll ask him. I was like, it sounds like a well, far-fetched idea. Not, you know. <laughs> but it's, it's, you, you, you want to know my theory about the whole thing it is the great thing, the cherry pie that was up here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things came because if you ever see the cherry pie, you're always like, damn, that's a fucking fire-ass weed, and you're burning the joint, and you smell a seed popping, and you're like, fuck. Hmm. But sometimes yeah, people save those seeds, herbs, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's, I think, I believe, I don't know for sure, that's where some other things like sherbet came from, and it's definitely related. It's just probably like, you know, it's it, it, it could even be the same thing that was grown in a different climate for so long that it, 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 mm-hmm. it, just, it just switched up a little bit. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just, I don't believe anyone made it. <laughs> and there's no ownership on creation. Right. Some things are just before us and exist, you know? It's one of those things, the great bag seed, holy fucking grail. That's all it is, you know? Right. You could, you could, it's, but, you know, this, this guy, he's a kayaker, he has this, this story. It's, you know, unbelievable. Know. <laughs> you know, and there's other people that is have there a river? Is there a river? Is there a river in here? They're, they're, they're doing this. I'll tell you what, it has to be a very thin leap sliced piece of ham to only have one side, right? Yeah. So the only story I know uh-huh. is the story that we have. And this is the story that we've been taught, you know, through since we've had the strain. So mm-hmm. it's a oral tradition at this point. You know, whatever everyone else says, that's there. But this is our story. Uh-huh. All right. And that, we have that one clear or no? <laughs> Are you clear on that? Are you clear? Mm-hmm. Are you clear, Kyle? Very clear. Just checking. I'm just making sure everybody's on point here. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, 
I don't know, Kyle. Is, I don't know what you heard. Kyle, but, you know, I never <laughs> no, got too many people kayak no, up here, you know? No, no. I, yeah, really I know a couple people. No, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I didn't hear the kayaking. No, no. It's funny, too, because uh, most of the... Okay, so it's a, on top of the fact that most of the great strains... There's usually a theft. Okay, that's number one. That, that's the one thing that always goes down. Boring theft. Boring terps got no story. Of course, great terps are, are. It's almost like a murder mystery, you know. And then there was betrayal, <laughs> exactly, and it's like, exactly. and then everyone's like, oh no, but we, we were left with all the same things. And and those guys, they're doing their thing. We're doing our thing. Like I said, there's enough happiness for everybody. But yeah, right. it's yeah. A, it, 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 it's a it's a crazy story about once it was a crew and then. <laughs> Once it was a crew, and, and then it's fight, yeah, and hatred, <laughs> and fighting, fucking, yeah. you know. But I don't, I don't, at this point, I don't really care because I, I, put, I don't have the energy. I put my energy in other things. Mm-hmm. I want to be happy, you know, and go for a walk mm-hmm. and, and, and whistle and shit. Like I, I could care less, you know. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely uh, happening more and more to the point where people now realize, like, yeah. Once you let it go, it's going to be out there and it's going to be abused. And, you know, sometimes it'll be better even. Sometimes it'll be, oh, my God, they did a great job. And it's cool. Like, I think if if Skittles crosses well with other things, then that's even better that it gets out. You know what I mean? Because it's one of those things where it's not hurting the gene pool. It's not like, oh, yeah, everything across the great herms on the third week. You're like, great, (laughs) great, great. I'm glad you left that out. You know what I mean? It's like. So those kind of things just fuck everybody else up. And just like you said, with, that, with the you know, to cherry be honest, pie. To be honest, man, you know, there's there's a point in my life when I was a young young buck and I was, like, watching these High Times magazines and shit, and I see your butt in there, big dog, you know what I mean, and everything. And I just, you know, I, I just about, you know, like, to have to, to be part of what I call a holy grail because that's what Skittles is. It's amongst the holy grails. Okay. Mm-hmm. It'll go down in the hands of time as some of the best weed mm-hmm. all of all time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that openly. Okay. And so to be a part of a strain that it, it, it's, it's making a stamp, like, I mean, you know, some of the greatest, I mean, it's up there with cookies and sour and OG, everything at one point was the greatest of his genre, you know, OG mm-hmm. sour cookies at one point, those were the greatest. They demanded the most ticket. They, you know, they were the best of it is. And then right now, Skittles had its time. Now we're on to the rosé, I believe, and the Gak melons and stuff like that. You know, and so it's it's about it's about that, man. Maybe maybe we'll never get a chance to uh, to those... brush like that again. You know, maybe, maybe that that was like uh, some of the some of the greatest thing to to bring out. But I don't think so. At any point in time, I never counted Skittles as my favorite, nor did I say it was the best thing ever. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's one of the, it's one of the best and it's, it's, it's good and everything. But you know, like I, I always told myself, like I, I'm on the hunt for the Holy grail. Like, you know, the, this is cool, but there's something better. You know, there's always something better. You know what I mean? And so if we can keep that mentality and just keep striving and pushing ourselves, maybe we can get another one that's, you know, hitting the marks like that too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Now we're in a point where we can we can spend more time uh, on selections, and and, and and instead of just doing selections from like thousand, three thousand, we can do like those giant thirty thousand seed selections right. to find some of these you know, like, holy right, grail elite. When, 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 when you talk about like holy grail, right, Shiloh? Like we're talking about terps that like no one's can can say that it came from anywhere. You these, these terps 
This is uh, something that's that's unexplainable. It's beyond. When you stick blindfolded, you stick a bunch of nugs out there on that table, uh-huh. and you can't tell me what it is, and, and that one totally stands out. You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking for. You know, like the rosé has that. It doesn't smell like anything else. The Skittles doesn't smell like anything else. Now anything that smells like that smells like what? Smells like Skittles because Skittles set the bar. You know what I mean? Right. So if somebody smells another nut like that, they're the game, say, the turb game. Well, there's, yeah, cer- there's certain like, oh, there's certain strains that do that. Like, like you know, one of the one of the weird ones too that always um, it's funny too because if people don't know it, they're just like, oh no, this is something else. And right now, it's it's funny because their friend of mine is just tripping out. But the, no, the New York City Diesel from Soma, the the way that has that grapefruity, that, that super grapefruit kind of smell. Oh, or the orange one, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and a yeah. little bit, but but then you got the G uh, from from Ohio, which has got the same sort of vibe thing going on. It's like a soapy background to it too, and it's like a. But once you know that flavor, you almost real like like after that, you almost think everything's crossed with that because it's one of those strains that just dominates everything you touch it to. You know, it's like you touch it to this, and it's almost like the cheese. How the cheese is very dominant when you cross it into something. All of a sudden, your shit's blue and small and. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, that's definitely cheese. You know what I mean? The flavor doesn't. You know the story about the cheese, that dude. Buddha told me the story about the cheese, and I didn't know the story about the cheese. It was, you know, the story about the cheese. Well, bring it on. Tell us, tell us the story from Buddha's from Buddha's lips, from Buddha's lips to your lips. Well, Buddha told me that you know there was a crew, actually this crew, but then they would go from they they got the original pack of seeds that the cheese came out of was the garlic bud. Mm-hmm. Also, number one. So yeah. that's what—that's the story that he gave me. Is that when they got the seed, and it was, came from one pack of seeds, mm-hmm. and it was garlic. Oh, the one that everybody's looking for. Mm-hmm. That new, new one. It's always been right there. Right. So I remember. Buddha gave me a, He gave me some of those original cheese seeds. So you right. know, nice. expect some like cheesy, cheesy nacho cheesy strains. Did he uh, mellow out on trying to sue everybody using the name Cheese or what? I mean, you know, I'm not a lawyer, and we didn't really discuss his legal legal life, so you know that's well. He's very he got he, he but, pushed uh, he pushed that real he's hard. He's just another one of these characters in this big story that we're all involved in, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I just it was funny because I had just I think it kind of happened when I first moved over here, so it's been a few years. That's why I figured he must have mellowed out because. I haven't heard anybody getting sued properly. But when he sent it out, it was almost like when you sent something out, and then if you read the really fine print, you're like, wait a minute, this is not really anything. This is like, okay, no, forget about it. You know, like if you give it to a real lawyer, they just tear that shit up. up. You know, they're like, ah, forget about it. And so it was very unenforceable. It was like an un- yeah. un- unenforceable letter saying like. We, we've had a couple of those uh, questionable lawsuits mm-hmm. brought up against uh, we, we, we won't name, but, uh, you know. There's always people with their little fucking pickaxes looking for the little pieces of gold that right. they could get on. And uh, we try to avoid any type of litigation. That's why we roll with the crew lawyers that we do. Because yeah. um, who wants to be in court? Who wants to be getting sued or suing? That's just, that's horrible. No, I know. That, and, that, and that's the unfortunate uh, angle that a lot of people, you know, based kind of like. It's like when people base their business on the fact that most people are going to fail. You know what I mean? Like, it's like sort of the same idea. Like, oh, good. Oh, litigation, great. Now we can 
spend a bunch of money with a fucking bunch of lawyers. You know, like for me, that's a nightmare. That's like, and for any stoner, almost that's usually like the last fucking thing you want to deal with. But with the business, I'm just kind of naive. I've never set out to, uh, you know, deceive mean? anyone. You know, so I've been deceived more times than I, you know, than, than mm-hmm. I like. So it's like at some point, definitely now you got to protect yourself. Well, that's, yeah, exactly, and, and and in general, it's also like the, uh, you know, the, again, like the the, we I'd rather be like fire burn and walk away than fucking deal with a lawyer. You know what I mean? Be like, oh, okay, really? Yeah. You know, I was like, I'd rather just like, and then it sucks now because it's because of legal bullshit. Like you can't do that. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't be like you used to be and just be like, oh fuck it, you know, walk away, I'll lose I'll lose five grand and walk out of here and not have to fucking deal with deal with that person anymore. Now all of a sudden it's like right. we're talking about at this point. Yeah. I can't walk away from my whole life's work and my and, and sure. all the success. There's no walking away. Right. Right. Fuck that. Yes, sir. So it's all or all or none, right? All or none now. Um well so what are you supposed to be doing right now that you're avoiding? Some some work you're avoiding? What was, what was the deal? Oh no, planning your wedding. That's right. <laughs> you're supposed to be planning your wedding. That's, that was that was what you're supposed to be. Yeah, doing. you know, I'm actually gonna have to get off the phone because yeah, you get the, 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 the I gotta go meet that lady and get my weed, bro. I gotta uh, go meet the weed man, dude. Oh, get my right. smoke for the weekend. All right. Well, that you know that you better get your like uh, big fucking tub of weed handy because well, you know, the big ups to compassionate. They do a good job of sponsoring us. You know. Um, we got all that frosty. We got all that high grade hash. I'm just like, you know, I'm probably useless if I dab too much. So mm-hmm. I just, I smoke the flowers. Yeah. If you got good flowers and you're in the neighborhood, link me. I'm here, Mendocino County. I'll try them out. Heart. Free of charge. Ukiah, California, compassionate heart. The Grateful Dead's paradise right there. Boom. Yeah, you know, check it out. Um, that's just the blueprint. Um, the neighborhood's improving putting some good shit in there and and, and they're going to be dropping the compassionate heart blueprint in a neighborhood near you so go check out the original one for sure sounds good sounds good and uh yeah definitely be put me on the list for your uh for the wedding so I don't forget cuz uh like I said September 23rd is around the corner dude it ain't very long yeah 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 I'll uh, I'll send you a text and let you know what we could do, we'll do a live podcast. There'll be a great variety of characters there. We can. Uh, oh, I bet, I bet. Bust out in the heart of Canada. We can definitely, we can definitely do that. Um, well, cool. Actually, we won't do it. We will, will not. We will not be doing a live co- podcast at our wedding. Just so you know, I, that was a dumb idea. <laughs> Just so you know, there will be not a live Adam Dunn podcast. I'm a, I already set it up. Wedding. I already got the. I already got this thing set up. I just, it's just like <laughs> KTI. KTI is already. He's booking it now. He's booking tickets. He's got to pull up the car. Yeah, we're gonna bring the car in all set up. No, no, for sure. Uh, well, cool. Thanks for thanks for calling in, uh, Mr. Shiloh Massive, and. Uh, Steve Marty, thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. And uh, anytime you feel like jumping on, give us a heads up. And anytime you're in Denver, definitely come give us a heads up. I'll do the same if I'm out your way. Definitely. Cool. And Brandon, you you going back to uh, BMX Kids or? Yeah. All What's right. that? You're, you're back. You go back to your uh, BMX crew. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, uh, 
We're all just sitting here. Buffets in Motel there. Six. Buffets in Motel yeah. Six. Mm. We got we got the Hampton Inn, Big Dog. We're not staying at the Motel Six this time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a fucking proud of you, Big Dog. I'm proud of you. Nice. The Continental. I'm driving on this rental Mercedes too. You know what I mean? They got this rental Mercedes. Yeah, that I seen you crib walking out there to back trade or Tupac out there. Woo, woo. <laughs> I had to show him some California style. You know what I mean? A little that swag out here. Right, right. Well, that sounds great. Um, well, thanks for being on the show, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, bud. Anytime. For sure. Like I said, we'll link up on it uh, whenever we're we'll, – we'll be crossing paths, I'm sure. And, and like I said, if you put, yeah. put me on your wedding, I'll see you there. <laughs> I'm sure you guys yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. And his agent's hour, bro. Before you know, you're going to get – Yes. We're well, ZZ we can... Toppin', dude. Oh, the old cats get together. We put two Zs together. ZZ Toppin' <laughs> up, motherfuckers. Hey, all right. All right. My beard's big as hell, so don't worry. We're, we're just get it ready. Yeah, I, I don't got one, but you got enough for both of us. Cool. You and B could be the Beard Brothers That's on right. the ZZ Top. And then, and then you so. could just be the drummer guy or whatever. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the drummer. I'll be the drummer. That's cool. You're the drummer. Bro. All right. Bless up. All right. Sounds good. Peace, bro. Peace. Hey, peace out. Love, guys. Peace out. Hey, th- thanks for being on the Shoot. show. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you. Yeah. And uh, not a bad one. Hot boxing skittles. Yep. Didn't have any skittles though. That would have been. That would have been. No, where's Nick's candy back here? Huh? Where's Nick's candy back here? Nick's candy? No. He's, yeah, he's, I don't. I don't see the stash. He doesn't have much of a stash going on right now. Yeah. I think, you know, it's been. It's been cleaned. Cleaned out. Actually, it's funny. Whenever you have a uh, car, you never sit in your own back seat. I'm like, what? This is weird back here, bro. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Well, yeah, because I've got the seats set up like if my grandmother was riding them right now, nice and tight. Yeah, super small, <laughs> short. Super small and short. Yeah, great, great to talk to those guys. Um, like I said, Shiloh, a long time. Uh, back in the day, Chrysalis days. Back in the Chrysalis days. It's like an era. Yeah. Memories. Yeah. So he was like the the connector of the dots there, uh, but yeah, back in Amsterdam, coming through, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool to see, you know, that there's like the again the connections are so like uh, they're there still, but maybe another generation, you know, that that one like you know, oh, I got a seed from that guy, you know, we know the guy still, you know, whereas five years from now, it'll just be from Amsterdam, and then it'll be from, you know, at one point it'll just be a sativa, you know what I mean, it's like, it'll get more and more vague as the, as the generations go away, so, mm-hmm. that is our goal, is to pin down a few of these things, and I'm going to still go to my friend and find out more about his, <laughs> his, uh, his, att- idea that he, that he somehow bred Skittles in a tent here in the old kayak the kayak guy yeah, kayak guy and I'm gonna see my friend when I swing by the shop tomorrow and be like look go listen to the show have your friend listen to the show and then if he really did he can like put the pieces of the puzzle together and be like oh yeah I went through that town right? so that's how you know 
He's the gas station guy or something. Exactly. He's going to go, gas station guy. I know that. Dude, you to get my gas. <laughs> That's, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe it'll help. Um, but at the end of the day, it's good that when people uh, recognize now, exactly, it's weird too, because in the beginning I used to always like tell people, but still didn't follow my own fucking rules because it's so hard to is that you know you always go for and I wasn't saying turp because it wasn't even like a thought at that point I was just like you know you want the shit that's like so smelly and yet so fucking like it doesn't matter how much it yields you know what I mean and, but of course when you're growing and you're fucking trying to make money you're like I ain't growing that shit you know, like less green spoon stuff or you know, that weed that's, like, just twice as much work to fucking trim and can't sell it because it looks like shit, but it mm-hmm. tastes awesome. That can, so now people have grown, have so much fucking space, 100,000 square feet. Like, it's weird. I talk to people who have, you know, came over here to Colorado, couldn't get a fucking job in the industry, and then all of a sudden they moved back home to, like, I think it was, like, Ohio or something like that. And blam. 120,000 square feet or something because they lived in Colorado. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's That's the qualification? Well, yeah, because they were here and they actually ran a few things and they had some something to show. Here, I ran, you know, and now they have seven, 700 lights to start and it's just like a little corner and it's like, it's like, geez, okay, sorry, sorry, 700 is so small. You know, it's like, so things are just progressing in that weird way where it's like, uh, becoming more and more like people just take it and go like a oh, widget 100,000 200,000 it's like okay it's pretty big you know 150,000 is pretty big but to once you get to that scale you can kind of then double triple you know it's like it's then it's, it's replicable but it's also definitely not craft you know I mean there's it's a little bigger than that Bigger than craft. Yeah. <laughs> bigger than the craft. Well, bigger than six plants in the backyard. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's what we were saying earlier. It's like the chirp keepers. Chirp keepers. The chirp keepers. Now, but people are also going to realize, too, like, you know, uh, at when they can grow 100,000 square feet, that they should... That, those are the people that should be growing the most fucking... Who gives a fuck how much it yields plants at that point? You know what I mean? They have so many. Like, you got seven grams, ten grams, whatever, twelve grams, fifteen grams, hundred. You know, if you have a hundred thousand of them, you know what I mean? Like, Fifteen, two ounces or a half ounce, whatever. You know, it's like, yeah. So that's the problem. Is like, if you grow with twelve plants, you're fucked. You know, it's like you're like, oh, okay, veg for half a year. <laughs> and then I'm gonna fucking flower. You know, so, nah. Anyway, adaption, uh, not adoption, adaption. To adapt as a grower is, is it's a tough it's a tough move, but it's kind of like yeah the uh, the reality now is like everybody has to think like <clears throat> the worst part is that when it's like six or you know like six plants, and hardly anybody like does that because it's hardly worth the effort you know what I mean it's like that's that's more of a it's probably the it's probably the idea right but it, but it is and it's like it's like man 
six plants is hardly worth it. That's why even if you build it big. Yeah, it's just not fun. Yes, yeah, it's such a pain in the ass. But anyway, enough doldrums. Uh, what do you got lined up for? Oh, yeah, Willard's Water. Yeah, Dr. John. Dr. John, let's talk about him. John he's not, Willard. He's not Dr. John, the Night Tripper. The Night Tripper? Dr. John, the Night Tripper. I don't know who the well, Night Tripper is. Look him be. up, the Night Tripper. Yeah. Actually, my mom is on the back cover of Tango Palace by Dr. Jones. So, if you want to see my mom, I'm like, oh, like, that's What, 1970 or something like that? Yeah, it's funny. So, uh, uh, good friend of my mom's played at my. Uh, this is the real Dr. John, not Dr. <laughs> the real Dr. John. He played him on 16th birthday. It was pretty funny. And, uh... The old Sweet 16? Yep. And then all these parents of these other kids are like, What the hell? Dr. John? Anyway. anyway it was hilarious. I was just like, Oh, yeah, that's Mac. Mom's friend Mac. John the boy. Oh, is not John? <laughs> no, it's Mac Rebenak. This is the name. Oh. Dr. Dr. John. Everyone thinks of Dr. Hook. I'm like, not Dr. Hook. Dr. John. Anyway. Dr. John Willis, tell us. Yeah, he's got his Willard water. Did you plant catalyst, you know. I did see the uh, documentary <laughs> from uh, 1970, whatever. Yeah. Did you look up the uh, website, Willis? Yeah, well, Willard's water. Dot com. I think it's willardwater.com. Yeah. Sure. Well, yes, it's probably. Well, you know, you'll Google Willard's water, Doctor Willard. Willard, yes, you'll find it. Uh, he's. Uh, it's funny too because I have, uh, when I first came over, maybe like maybe the second year I was here or something like that, I was on a, sitting on a panel, and I sat next to the Willard water guy, and he was really like super, you know, it was, <laughs> it, it was like the it had that uh, it had it had that uh, Doctor Bronner's vibe where it's like good for everything, you know. I was like, okay, and I got some, and I did notice plants being super, like, bam, like next, kind of like the photosynthesis from uh, Microlife, where they stand up really good after, mm-hmm. and then, uh, so I was like, oh, this seems to work, in, in, in a sense, and, uh, but I had another friend who called me up and was like, dude, every fucking, oh my god, like, he was just off his fucking nut about it, so I know it can definitely work with the right people's uh condition it seems like it seems like a great product so i'm like i'm curious to see you know how it how it's made what 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 they will expose to us because it's kind of one of those miracles it's a miracle well, I, don't, I don't know if they use the term miracle but it's kind of like a miracle well i'm saying it's one know, of those all i think miracle girl has that patented it's, a, it's an all-arounder it's an all-arounder where it's just a, because it's a catalyst and it helps speed shit up but it's cool. It's a cool product. And anyway, we'll have him next week. And then these cars are going to be out of here. Apparently, once the cars are out of here, then we can like seriously disengage. Put shower <laughs> curtains on <laughs> top of all the yeah shower caps on every single uh, fucking fire yeah. thing in the place. It's going to look great. No, we're gonna we're gonna figure that out, and then we're gonna be able to do some stuff because yeah. Like I said, 420 is coming up. And like I said earlier, oh, you can, can you see the boxing ring in there already? Can you see mm-hmm. it? Yes, I can see it. It's not there, but I can see it. It's visually perfect, perfect 
colors and size. It's a little bit low in the ceilings, but whatever. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll make it happen. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So who knows which breeders we'll be throwing down <laughs> in the fucking breeder cup, but it'll be one of those things. And we'll be even breeders only. Can, anybody can enter at the ADSI. This is how it's going to work this year because of it being such a like moving out million dollar cars and then we're going to have an event like two days later so it's going to be it's going to be crazy not nah, two days later but two weeks later and like I said we have to get this fucking fire thing figured out but no, yeah it's going to be figured out otherwise it's, no, uh, it's no, going to be the new format no but in general like I said we're going to we're, we're going to be doing ADSI and it's not just invitational because we didn't get enough invites out it's going to be more Everybody who won obviously is invited. Everybody, who, uh, all, anybody who's like a chat gang wants to be here and try. I mean, like I said, there will be a slight screening, like as far as like you know, I'm not gonna embarrass, like let them embarrass themselves because it is head to head, and we normally have 52 entries, and if we go above 52, we may have to do a second bracket. So we'll see. But, but 52 is our formula right now. So, be here. Be one of the 52. Duke it out. And if you Duke really got out. the muscles or the kickboxing skills or the jiu-jitsu <laughs> skills. Oh, yeah, you want to you know, have a real throwdown. You, throw know, you want to have a real throwdown. Well, you know. yeah, no, that's, that's more for, well, that's going to be for the kid. The kid's in charge of getting that thing rolling. Okay. The kid, where is he right now? The kid. Uh, I know, I sent him a, did I already you? gave him a little, yeah. I got what, that. you did? Yeah. I got nothing from him. Oh, he wanted me to. Oh, what a what a chump! Right. So well, anyway, you know it's a phone call. He's, he's busy. Dabs and jabs, dabs and jabs. Now I'm making it official. Just dabs and jabs because it was way better than jabs and dabs. Because jabs is making it sound too aggressive. But dabs, you're listening. You're like, oh, dabs. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Jabs. What do you mean, jabs? Oh, the kid. Dabs and jabs with the kid, right? Mm-hmm. You dabs first before you jab. Yeah. Well, not really. You should actually probably. Go sit down after you jabbed and do a few dabs, but <laughs> so it would be, uh, you know, dab, jab, dab. Was therapeutic at that point, and you probably won't jab so much when you're dabbed. That, that's, <laughs> no. And that is the the, the irony of the, the irony, the irony. Uh, no, it, it's going to be uh, pretty good for uh, until the kid is the most hated guy on the podcast world, possibly because he's in everybody's beef. But he is really good, I have to say. At monitoring people's uh, Instagram accounts, I've noticed that. That's he, good. He's a skill in this world. From he has heard. that perfect skill. So, the kid hit me up the other day and said, "I want to have my own show." I was like, "Okay, this is good." The kid's back. He wants his own show. He's groveling. No, I did not say he's. <laughs> he did not grovel. Look, look, the whole fucking thing fell apart right when I said that. The kid. The ghost of the kid is here. It lasted three hours, and huh? It lasted almost three hours, and it finally, is. I know the kid would be like, "Dude, dude, why you have it like that? You have to have it sideways, dude, dude." I'm telling you, I'm, I know he would be like, "It's because you have it up straight up. You should have it sideways." I'll be like, "Dude, even worse." But anyway, kids having their own show is perfect. Uh, starting 4:20 here, or 4:19 actually, it'll be here in. in here in Denver to be announced secret location which is Ooh. half secret and half not uh, but so secret 
Who would quite say Open yet. secret. EDSI got to be in your car. Yeah. EDSI is going to be in the trunk of this thing. I got a wicked, like, like an extra zone there. I could fit at least, what, like six or eight cases of beer. This thing's going to be killing it, dude. This would be like entertainment in the back, drinks in the cooler, thing in the thingy. Boom, done. <laughs> ADSI. The real experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's put on virtual helmets and, and smoke whatever I tell you. It's going to be great. No, no. You mean the gas mask? Is that what? Uh, I've done that. Did, did all that. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that what yeah, yeah bring it back the gas, bringing back the gas masks. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm yeah. done with that. All right, so... Um, Yes, we'll have a nice place. It's going to be fine. Everything will be good. We're going to be in there. We're going to be allowed to be inside again one day. I think by next week. I think by next week. I think we're not going to have to do this again. If if so, we'll get a, we'll get a better car. Um, I mean, we could take, like, you know, use our viewer submissions for ideas on how to uh, combat this, you know. Rent rent a limo. So. Well, yeah, yeah, we can get, we get a limo. We can get a limo. It could be good. We can, uh, we'll get a sponsored limo. For the three hours or whatever, that's not so. Bought with the guy who's got the one out in the uh, lot. Who? The one that's already out here. Stinking looking around there. Yeah, the guy who's no yeah. missing a home, missing an office. I'll find out. So, I'll find yeah, out. You, we'll find out who. Who's, don't have any space for this we dude. Almost so have we enough. Might as well. Do we have? An, we don't have quite enough cable, but we'd have to <laughs> spend another hundred bucks on cable or something like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Don't have to move the car. Just leave the car there. Done. It's right there. So anyway, thanks for uh, uh, listening to this. How long have we been on? Like two hours and so we're at, yeah, two and a half hours. Two a little over half, two and a half. Two and a half. Oh man, uh, lightweight well, stuff right there. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go another ten minutes because uh, I got like places to be, people to see, and it's way later <laughs> than it normally be. So uh, I think we got the, the, the crux of the show done, which is awesome, and uh, I think it's gonna be great to see those guys uh, if they're winning or people are already winning with their genetics in uh, Barcelona which is great so that means that stuff will just you know fan out because Barcelona is a small place and there's definitely uh, it's like almost every time I talk to somebody they've come across that, you know Julian our guy or a few other people that are over there because it's like kind of funnels down to the quality of the people that like know what's there yet you know so but there's a lot of good clubs there too, so that's I mean, now now it's starting to happen. But definitely up until recently, it's been like, well, okay, there's this group and this group and this group and this group. Uh, yeah, and now that the whole world's blanketed, I think Barcelona is like the 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 new Amsterdam. So that's obviously shifted, pretty much obvious. Um, the European part. Yeah, as far as like the, the, the soul of the European, mm-hmm. like if you're gonna go for, to Europe for weed, better off going to Spain than you are to Amsterdam if you want quality. Just like fucking Shiloh uh, said, like he realized it when he was there. Like that, all the they went to Amsterdam and it was all beasters basically, but no love because it was always that way. It was always a little bit like the, the and the crew that was there, most of them are definitely in Spain because they're like fuck that you know why would you be in the place that is always fucking rainy and gloomy and if you could be in the sunny nice place and you know maybe you don't know the language you have to learn some things but it's definitely worth the the, the weather and the food 
compared to the, you know, oh, three hours and it fell apart. The whole thing mm-hmm. collapsed. So, uh, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for being here with us for almost three hours. Two and a half hours is going to be good enough. Um, and uh, next week we're going to have the Dr. Willard, and maybe we'll have some other crazy action going on. Don't know. Never know. Oh, yeah. Surprise guests. Surprise, mystery. Surprise mysteries. Sort of. Some pre-420 uh, yeah. Madness. No, probably be nothing, but it'll be good. A couple call-ins. Not nothing, but we got other guy calling. You know, James probably calling. Well, no. Once we get, normal. once we have access to this thing, once we can control it. Boom. Oh yeah, that's the sound. You know, and that's the sound. Sound. I was trying to cut you off, man. That was a sound. Was... You were trying to cut me off. That's good. Yeah, well, there was a secret. No, just no, that was an accident. The secret's about no, to come that's out. Cool. So. That's cool. There's no secrets. No secrets. Just a big shout out to my beautiful wife Cece and little Nick, Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu master. Did the choke out? Choke out. He choked me out. He just knows exactly where to get it, where he gets it right like, Oh, man. Didn't even like, not a lot. Just like, he gets a cross, cross him. Never mind. Yeah, he just wanted to show me outside of He did. I know. Yeah, he wanted you to lay down so he could show you. Come on. Come on, let me choke you out. Come on. Get you Sorry. Uh, yeah, big shout out to my mom down the farm. Shout out to uh, Resident Alchemist and Willow. Shout out to who else? Jack Gang. Jack Gang. Spring Hill Jack. Keep monitoring them, that Jack Gang. Oh, yeah. Tony yeah. Baloney. Keeping them in line. Keeping that spanner out, you know. Oh, my God. The crew. Fixing yeah, definitely, it. definitely, definitely. Slaying it. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, who else? Anybody else? Uh, oh, shout out to Treasure, Treasure, best little secret club, best unknown club, which has just started. So it's on its on its beginnings. But little Petey, my buddy, he's got a sick little club, all decked out, killer artwork, and great weed and great hash. So look up Treasure, which is T E R S O R. I think we got him on the fucking. We had him on the thing, right? We had their. Remember, we had their uh, visual. We had their uh, logo, didn't we? Uh, I don't have it. No one was. It wasn't sent to me. So uh, it wasn't sent to me. It was. I thought it sent to last week. Anyway, Pete, mm. we'll get you. You're on the website. I know that. You're, anyway, we'll find you. If you need to look him up, you'll go. Go to theadamdunshow.com. Check out the bottom with the sponsors. And you shall see Treasure. Treasure. Yeah, like most people, it's on social media. He's probably on. He's on Instagram he's there. for sure. You can find him. You can find him. Get him on the IG. So if you're in Barcelona, go check him out. Tell him you, were, you heard about him on the Adam Dunn show, and you'll get extra special PD treatment. I guarantee. Free membership for sure, which is like thirty-five bucks or something like that. So, right out of the gate, you're a king. You're like, what? Free membership? Me and all my friends? He's like, yes. And if he doesn't say yes, you give, give him a fucking. <laughs> You say what? And call me up. <laughs> no, PD All right, will. and Adam's phone number is. Yeah, yes, sir. You get on the phone with me right away. So that's for sure. But no, hundred percent. PD will take care of you. And uh, shout out to all my other sponsors, of course. You're gonna list them all. Yeah, New Millennium Nutrients. Yes. Incredibles. Yes. Build the soil. Yes. 
WallaceWild.com. Yes, yes. And SeedsHereNow.com. Yes, and, and Treasure. Treasure. Yes, now we've said it all. Okay, great. Uh, thanks, guys, and uh, see you next week. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.